video games were new and like video game magazine periodicals were like even newer yeah. and like frankly I don't think these people knew what they were doing. <laughs> this is the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I am Josh Folan. I'm Jay Baxter. And I'm Jeff Burns. And we are going to be bullshitting about the formative years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are laying down another RPG side quest episode today where we incrementally fiddle with an old-school RPG, start to finish, with the assistance of old game mags. And we are taking the Dragon Lord to Pound Town and Dragon Warrior on the NES. Is our... <laughs> uh, Sorry. Cur- currently, it's our quest. <laughs> and this is the fourth installment in that endeavor. The accompanying game mag for us on this journey is the Nintendo Power Dragon Warrior Strategy Guide, a 36-page pullout insert included in issue 9 of the magazine. And the link to a PDF of that will be in the show notes throughout the quest. Emulation disclosure first, so you know the tools with which we are navigating our quest to defeat the Dragon Lord. Jay, how are you playing? I am playing on my Apple desktop computer through OpenEMU software with the standard NES controller connected by USB. Jab. NES Topia with uh, keyboard controls, actually. On PC. PC. Get it fucking right, Jab. <laughs> Who fucking owns an Apple? Like, that is so dumb. Oh, sorry, Jerry. I just learned your name, too. I, I, so I just learned your name, and then I called you stupid all in about five minutes. <laughs> uh, or what, what, That's not stupid, though. That's like... Ah, whatever. That's whole, we, should, we, should, we, should stick it, we should stick to the opening here so we can get this done in under three hours. <laughs> uh, I am playing on OG hardware, complete with NES Advantage. And my battery backup is still holding strong. Nice. Please, yes. Please rate and review the pod if you enjoy our shit. It helps a lot. Last episode, we headed down to Remolder to score Magic Keys for the first time, and then headed to the Grave of Garenham to cop the Silver Heart for the curmudgeon old dude in the Northern Cave. <laughs> and, uh, that that makes for uh, for our restart here. The first thing we had to do was drop that bad boy off to him uh, first thing. So when you get in there and you do that, he says, "Thou hast brought the harp. Good. I have been waiting long for one such as thee. Take the treasure chest." And this cat doesn't hang around, acting all bitter like the Stone to Sunlight guy did. He <laughs> bounced out of the joint immediately after his speech. Right? Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, he, he just disappeared. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Stone to Sunlight cave, the guy like steps aside and like just wa- watches you take them, you know? So yeah, slight, slight change in, in execution here. He's, he's probably off to do tomatoes with Howard at his hotel party in Ramalda, I imagine. <laughs> Very well. Ca- he's probably like fucking like of several decades late for that, actually. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, fucking take the harp. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Well, yeah, it's probably all, one yeah. of those things where his like life force is tied to that task. And he just like finally pa- like perished immediately. Like right. your task is done. Etherally dissipated. Yeah. <laughs> and, he, right. and he didn't even get to blow tomatoes with Howard. <laughs> yeah. what I'm sure they're blowing. I'm sure they're blowing tomatoes in heaven together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> After that valiant of a, of a life spent, there's no chance he doesn't uh, spend eternity in, in, in precisely the way he would have liked. He gets some sort of uh, eternal reward for sure. 
Yeah. So, fortune smiles upon thee, Todd. Thou hast found the Staff of Rain. And the strategy guide description of the Staff of Rain is the magic of this item is not at first clear. Listen to the clues to understand. And out of there, I mean, you're a little bit, you don't really know exactly where you should be heading, maybe, or you have not been explicitly uh, directed <laughs> anywhere. I personally swung down to Remalder myself to refuel on keys because I had done my 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 uh <laughs> my my tour across the the northern continent <laughs> to to unlock all the doors that that I had uh, passed up to date uh what where did what did you guys head out of there well i well based on what you guys said i knew i had to go back to tantagel to get the the stones of sunlight so i still wasn't sure what to do but i went and did that first and then went down to remalder to get some more keys Jeez. <laughs> obsession with these keys. <laughs> you never know. I mean, we we went like to your point, Josh. Like we went all across the north, unlocking everything. Pretty much last episode, I did the same thing. So it's kind of like, all right, if we're gonna go south and do the rest of this map, I, I need to be prepared. So yeah, for sure, and you can only carry six of those babies. So it's like you know, I don't know. It's just more efficient to always be stocked you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean i so to, to answer the question what did i do i don't even remember i, I think i did that like a long long time ago I, <laughs> I, I think i think i too ended up down and where did i start playing this game i think i might have headed down to to cantlin yeah that was it I, I i headed down to cantlin to try and get or did i get to be honest with you guys i don't fucking know what i did <laughs> right. well it's something yeah, well, well, swinging down to Remalder, you know, I told myself I was going down there for keys, but really what I wanted to do was chat up Orwick's girlfriend on the southwest corner of town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd never encountered her in, in previous playthroughs, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, when I posted the... I knew she was there. I, I was shocked that you didn't know. I, it never even, I don't know. <clears throat> like, I, I mean, I didn't, you know, it's sometimes you don't remember everything clearly. Like, I don't, it didn't seem like something that that at all was familiar to me. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, I posted on on our socials one one. I have the I have these the gifs of all the towns I, I scored off. I think it's the Dragon Quest wiki that I got those, uh, and they're all very cool because they're actually animated versions of of the entire each one of the towns, which is really cool. But when I posted that, like you know, and like I had downloaded it already, I had it on my phone to post. It. Like I I had already dealt with this this gif like multiple times, and like I posted and I looked at it and I was like. Holy shit! Who's that over there? <laughs> so yeah, so I got there and that's the first thing I want to do. I want to go check that out. And she says, "Orwick is late again. I'm starving." And that's kind of funny <laughs> because Orwick is on the northeast corner of town and he's waiting for her, saying that she's like always late or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the it's it's a very funny uh, I don't know stereotypical male female gripe about each other you know what i mean to say that she's he's up there saying she's late she's down there saying you know like what the fuck like where, where the hell <laughs> it takes forever to get ready man what's going on right, right. yeah so it's, it, 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 it's that's kind of a pretty good execution of a of a rather simple joke in a video game context i think i was i was appreciative of it yeah and pretty wholesome for nintendo yeah, for sure. So coming out of there, I decided to hit up the Southern Cave since I was down in, in the area anyways. And on my way down there, I bumped into a gold man for the first time. And the strategy guide description of gold men are like the King Midas of legend. Gold man is made of solid gold and they're of the rock creature family. And these fuckers are worth 200 gold on demise, which is money. Really, yeah, really hard to pass up at this point in the game. Like that's, <laughs> that's good money for, for a battle. 
the the caveat though is uh, the trivial six experience points that come along. Yeah. So that's whack. They, yeah, they do. There is a yin to the yang there for sure. Mm-hmm. And there are also wyverns down here, the lowest member of the wyvern, wyvern family. And the strategy guide description for those is a small flying dragon found in many places. And Jab, I thought, this was, I thought of you. I did not think of these as dragons prior to reading this. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, how many dragon families do we have? So right, like, right. Maybe, but, but, it, but, the, but the strategy guide, uh, or the, the, the uh, Nintendo Power Insert or whatever, does refer to Drakeys as dragons, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I had this exact conversation with my daughter while she was watching me grind. I was like, I was like, yeah, the Drakeys, they're the dragons. I was like, wait, but these wyverns, they're dragons also. So are these like stage up? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you know, these, the sprite for these look awfully bird like. And I know avians and reptiles are very closely related, but I don't know, still like. Just it, I, w- I was su- I was surprised to read that I did not exp- I did not think of them as dragons you know yeah it's got to be like that uh not that Dr- Dragon Warrior Nintendo put this much thought into it uh I just want to waste our listeners time it's got to <laughs> be like uh what like some sort of like uh you know teenage uh you know dragon phase where like you get feathered for a little bit and then you become all leathery and scaly for the rest of your life <laughs> you, you molt I think molt is the is the science yeah. yeah I mean they breathe fire so full dragon to me. Uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, do they all? I don't know. Is that the how they? Star I don't know if they all, but one of them. Yeah, does. The, the star wyverns have spells. I think that well, the magic wyverns, obviously, but by their, their their name alone, also have have magic. I don't think these ones have magic. Hmm. No, the wyverns do not. They only attack. Because I'm currently using them to level up. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. These babies are also worth dough, uh, about a hundred a pop, and like twenty four, twenty five experience. I think so. Yep. Yeah. They're they're actually as great as the two hundred gold seems. It's actually probably more productive because I did I would end up using this area as a grinding spot of, of um, later on in, in grinding tails. I'll get to that, but yeah, what you know, like it's it's it makes you happy to see those gold men if you're saving gold, but if you're actually trying to grind and level up, the wyverns are much more efficient. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> they're super annoying to see when you're trying to level up. It's like ah, all right, enough gold men. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, once you once because yeah, we'll get to that later on here like during during this episode we will get to a point where gold becomes meaningless and then bumping into a gold man is like ah like like, literally it's it's literally like fighting like a ghost almost yeah yeah as far as experience points are concerned like completely fucking worthless yeah for sure so after a little bit of bumping into that shit, I get into the Southern Cave and it's I had not been here yet that's why the main reason I was coming down here and it's just another old man living in a hovel with a lone treasure chest. And, you know, we, we alluded to it, I, I think, with the last one with the Silver Harp guy. But, like, it's just really sad existences that these old fuckers have. <laughs> yeah, and frankly, I, I feel a little attacked right now. <laughs> living in a hovel? <laughs> uh, if I could live in a house by myself and under quarantine, like I'm starting to, I feel like these guys, man. <laughs> but you're, well, I guess you are just waiting for some unknown endpoint that you have no no way to uh, hypothesize. gauge when it's yeah. going to happen. Like right, I'm waiting yeah. for a savior to come and be like, you can come out now. There, there, is, <laughs> there is some serious overlap in that infographic. I'll give you that, Jeb. Yeah. <laughs> and that Venn diagram. <laughs> so you speak to him and he says, in thy task, thou has failed. Alas, I fear thou art not the one Erdrich predicted would save us. Go now. And then oh. he just teleports your ass outside, which is a, a real power move for a mage to pull, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Cast that outside <laughs> on you. 
<laughs> the offensive outside. Yeah, stop that outside on you. That's I mean, and yeah, that it, it, especially if you, if you think of, if you think of it like that as like, uh, you know, the like the the, the tree of, of 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 magic casting advancement that that you know you might be on. Like the idea that you never get to the point that you have that ability, you know, even even at the most advanced stages of the game, and that this guy is that that far superior <laughs> is, is yep. a really cool <laughs> little role play idea, I think. Yeah, he can do things that uh, you don't even realize are possible. <laughs> yeah, that's not even in your book. Like you got the you got a book, it's, that shit isn't even in there. <laughs> you're, you're you're taking the 101 class. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that that basically makes for this being a total waste of time down here because you you do not have whatever he wants to to give you whatever he may have. So I so just, annoying. Yep, so annoying. Yeah, I just trundled my ass back north and headed to the southwest quadrant of the map to check out that rock mountain cave that we probably should have talked about already. I thought we well, did actually because because well, I went there first. Yeah, Jay went there like wait. <laughs> remember he bucked that uh. We thought for sure, like no fucking way, he goes to that cave, and the first right, thing he did was right, go to that right cave. Yeah, we, did, we did not, we did not level by level it though. So let's let's take a cave theme break, and then and, and actually talk about it in, in depth. So I noticed going into the Rock Mountain Cave that the strategy guide actually has descriptions for, for each of these caves, too. So I, I'm uh, sad that I have not been reading them already. But the strategy guide description for the Rock Mountain Cave is, Deep in the heart of Rock Mountain, there is much to attract and explore. Besides magical items, there may be a way to find almost unlimited treasure. And there is an exclamation at the end of that. Having gone through here is a really full of shit thing to say. I was going to say, I was like, I'm listening, dude. Yeah, I've played this game for 30 years and I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, yeah. So yeah, we're talking about this a little later than it's probably appropriate, given the chump change enemies encountered. And I will take the blame for that, doing a bad job of podcast organization. I'll do better next time. But level one of this baby has ghosts, druids, magicians, and an herb. That's fucking it that I was able to find. <laughs> <laughs> and I did, ma- I did map this uh, really, really detailedly too. So I'll, I'll post those on the socials, of course, and they're very beautiful. I think as well. I'm very proud of them. Uh, but uh, or proud of it. <laughs> but, one in the family. <laughs> <laughs> and level two has warlocks, skeletons, drachima poltergeist drolls and the fighter's ring in the northwest corner and the strategy guide uh description of the fighter's ring is slip on the ring and it will increase your fighter's ability and you have to actually equip it by selecting it from the item menu and if you use it again after the initial equip if you go back to your item menu and select it again it says todd adjusted the position of the fighter's ring i thought that's As opposed to, like, usually, like, there's so many things where you, if you use something and it doesn't have a purpose for doing so, nothing it usually happened. Said, yeah, but nothing happened. Or, but, but nothing has happened or some shit, half happened or some shit like that. Right. And, yeah, in this case, it says he adjust, like, he just fiddled with it, like, I don't know, I guess a married person would with their ring. <laughs> like, a, a really with it. anxiety, anxiety riddled being would do with the ring. Wait, wait, wait. So, you guys are telling me you're supposed to put it on and do something with it? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh well, you got, yeah, you have to select it to equip it. But, and 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 I'll and yes. So what is its effect? You know, that's a strategy guide description. But what the fuck does that mean exactly? Increasing your fighting ability. So 
I started poking around, and from the AlmightyGuru.com, which is actually where we scored the strategy guy scan that I, I sent you guys, uh, and fair warning, this is long, so pull up a chair, but yeah, I thought, <laughs> I thought it was very interesting. So this is one of the most asked questions that all this Almighty Guru here says. Almost everyone who's played Dragonware knows the fighter's ring found in the mountain cave, but nobody seems to know what it does. It doesn't change any of the stats in the status menu, so most people think it does nothing. I like to think that it, ha that it has to have some purpose, even a small one. Perhaps it makes enemies run away more, or maybe it causes you to do less encounters. It's hard to tell. One thing's for sure, if it does have an effect in the game, it's very minute, or people would have noticed by now. The only time when it has any noticeable effect on the game is when you speak with a soldier in Cantlin. Without the ring, he says that every great fighter should have a ring. When you are wearing the ring, he asks if you are married. Other than that, I've never seen another change in the game aside from selling it for 15 gold. Per perhaps the ring was supposed to do something originally, but the game designers left that part out, and instead of going through the code remo to remove the ring, they just left it. Who knows? So what I interpreted out of that, and, and Jab, you'll, this is I think, something we've talked about at length, it's another programming fail in one of our favorite RPGs. And I, and I think yeah. I found that very interesting, assuming that is the case, and, and there is not just some other minute thing about it, you know. But yeah, there's... Right. And, and, Jay, so you don't have any fucking idea what we're talking about. And in Final <laughs> Fantasy, it is Final Fantasy is on the NES is rampant with items that you can get that do not have the effect they're supposed to have. Spell actually spells and items in the game that are just broken and do not work and do not do the thing that even the strategy guide says they do. In and the I original, think, I, yeah. Wow. And, and I think that it might be so. Like spells. And Final Fantasy are mostly effective the way like fire will damage a f enemy prone to fire more than like it's an ice spell. defensive spells that are the mm -hmm. product. The, the, the uh, 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 what the fuck is it? The ruse or something like that. Like so, some of the, it's, it's some of the, yeah. the buffs. The buffs don't work for the most part, or not for the most part, but more than you would certainly like. Which honestly probably explains why, like still to this day, like my 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 RPG. Like strategies don't really rely on buffs yeah, buff, because yeah, I know, man. So I I played, I told you guys I just want to hit as hard as I can as fast as I can. <laughs> yeah, and like, like that's I, not necessarily the way to do it. Like I'm playing wizardry right now, and like you will fucking lose that way, dude. Straight up. Yeah. The, so I I played the shit out of Darkest Dungeon, which is one one of the the newer like really brutal RPG games, and you know I, I have it on Switch. It's on all the platforms, I think. But it, it is in and I mean that game. It, it's it's almost uh, it's it's all buffs. It's all about having the, the most strategic buff for the thing you're fighting for your characters because of the game. I mean, the game is just... I can't even begin to explain how fucking brutal it is, but <laughs> I, I'm sure I've told you both. I think I've complained to both of you in openings on episodes of the pod about it. It is just a brutal, brutal game. But yeah, it's totally predicated on buffs, but I am just... It is just ingrained in me, mostly, I think, because, yeah, if we're going to psychoanalyze the jab, because of Final Fantasy, the, yep. that buffs are not a priority for me, and it's just like... It, it almost like it bores me to try to learn all of what they do. And the, you know what I mean? Like trying to figure out what those spells do, the ones that help in that way that, that, that buff characters are just like, it's boring to me <laughs> because I like, I, I have some like deeply seated fucking, uh, you know, programming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, frankly, see. it's, it's, right. there's, there's a programming error inside of my brain where I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to fuck with this shit because it, it doesn't work. And if I try to make it work, that's a turn of damage that I just wasted. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the the, uh, the weapons I think in Final Fantasy. So like Jay, they're like 
these aren't huge spoilers. Like you, you can honestly, maybe actually, maybe not. You've not played games like this, you, but I'm going to tell you, um, there's weapons that like, you'll get the fire sword and you can imagine that does more damage against like ice enemies. You get the ice sword does the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Final fantasy. That shit doesn't work. Yep. Like uh, you get the fire sword and take I mean, it up it against the ice enemy. The fire, yeah, the fire sword, it does the damage it's supposed to do, the normal damage, but right. the advantageous, you know, sub-effect of it does not. Yeah, like, oh, you'll get, like, 40, gotcha. it'll be, like, 40 attack, <clears throat> just generally, and then you're also supposed to get a bonus against ice enemies. Well, no, it's just 40 attack. Yeah. Like, no matter and, who you gotcha. fight. Yeah, and, like, and, and the, the really fucked thing about it is, like, you know, this shit is, this is, like, uh... You know, uh, neo knowledge. <laughs> this is this is not something that anyone knew right. at the time. So you played the game, and like you know, especially you know, you're fucking late in the, later in the game. You're doing like a ton of damage, and like the, your ability to discern whether it's actually doing more against an ice enemy, there's just no fucking way to know. You know what I mean? So like yeah. you don't even like it, it's like we read about this current present day. You know, whenever that was that we discovered this, uh, certainly not just recently, but whenever we discussed, discovered it, it was long after we had spent many, many hours of our lives playing that game. So it's just like it's like uh, this, you know, <laughs> like this ro- the feeling of, of finding out your significant other wronged you two decades ago. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I already spent my entire childhood like, OK, I'm going to the ice cave. Make sure you've got the fire sword. And like yeah. it turns out it didn't matter. Never yep. did. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. So. That's yeah, so, so that's why I I felt uh, justified mm-hmm. in spending this much time thinking about and talking about this topic because it, it is a very deeply seated thing in in our lives for sure. Well, what's funny is like so yeah, you just said all that. Regardless, I still in an RPG, I still want something called a fighter's ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. For sure. Still like, I mean, want it. Still equip it. Still using it. And I'm still gonna believe that it does something that helps me. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, it's. I told you, it's like it's, it's the offensive equivalent of the dragon scale. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's, yeah. Give me that shit. Airports, <laughs> <laughs> not. I want it. Yeah, and I, yeah, and I, I never. I love that this person mentioned the the guru here mentioned that dialogue difference because I, you know, obviously that's something we never would have clocked or, or gotten, uh, particularly because yeah, yeah. always have. Yeah, exactly. You're definitely going to have it by the time you get to Cantlin. Right. There's just no chance you're getting. You're not knocking out the rock cave before you get all the way there so right <clears throat> well also what so in that cave in that same exact spot and th- this is what we were talking about uh off air is as far as i can tell uh and i just looked this up uh probably like the on the second episode or something whenever whenever uh jay went in there mm-hmm. uh for, for whatever ungodly reason you decided to go in there <laughs> at, at like level four or whatever. Yeah, that's and totally, totally undermine our decades of uh, thinking <laughs> our, we had an understanding of this game. Right, <laughs> like, like lightweight embarrassed me about it. So like the first, the first thing I did, cause I was at like level eight and he was like less than me. He's like, Oh, I went in there and like, I found a ring. I was like, I'm not letting this fucking newbie. Like, up. So first thing for, I went straight to the cave and did it. <clears throat> and that's when I looked it up. So in that northwest uh, uh, section, in that northwest room is what it is, where you find the uh, fighter's ring, th- this is the first instance that I'm aware of, at least in my RPG life, of a randomly generated item that evidently was not there for any of us. It's also in that same room with the fighter's ring. Okay, so yeah, let me, 
I, let me. I'm, I'm pulling well, the map here because I actually I denoted treasure chests on my map, of course, because I'm not a fucking amateur like yeah. Nintendo Power here. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there's two chests that are right. It's it's so the, the square room. If you look at the the map in the in, in the strategy guide, there's a there's a a four a two by two room that you can that is kind of blocked off. You come into it from the stair stairs above, and it, you're you're stuck in there. And then just like actually where the character is standing there. Uh, on the screenshot in the strategy guide there's a there's a chest there and then in the in the block next to him so you're saying one of those two chests that is my understanding i'm i'm looking it up right now because this gets you know chiseled in stone and you know people 300 years from now will laugh at my stupidity if i'm wrong yeah. but um i'm 99% sure that in that very same room the the cursed necklace can be randomly generated What's the necklace that's here? Okay, so yeah, because the, the the one on the left is the fighter's ring, uh, for for my uh, stint down here is the fighter's ring, and the one next to it is the torch. And also mm -hmm. down here, there are two other chests uh, in other areas, where one with thirteen gold, one with one hundred and twenty four gold. So yeah, I I I mean I stepped on every square in this fucking dungeon, and there was no, I did not get a a necklace. You know. Yep, that's because it's it's. Okay, so I just pulled up a random-ass website. I mean, I guess I'll cite it here. Uh, www.woodus or woodus.com. And uh, just one of the guys, uh, King Zenith here, back September 21st, 2010, says that if you are lucky, a 1 in 32 chance... Okay, it appears that it appears in a chest that has about 100 gold in it most of the time. If you are lucky, 1 in oh, 32 in that chance... Room too. That, and yeah. that's the one... So if you look at the... Uh, again, since you guys don't have the fuck, if you look at the strategy guide, so in the center on the left-hand side of that second level, there's that uh, it's two by uh, or three by two room that mm -hmm. looks very, you know, I don't know. And there's a chest that's normally right in the middle of it, in the in the on the top row of blocks. So like it's very, like you walk into that room and it, it just looks like a very, I don't know. It, it looks like it should be trapped. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like if you were playing Dungeons and Dragons and you walked into a room and there's that's a suspicious. chest like this that's perfectly placed, you know what I mean, in the room, right. like in the very center <laughs> of the room. It's very like, albeit very inviting, like that's the point, you know. Uh, you know, so that's funny that that's mm. where it is. Yeah, so none of us found, oh, and it also says, and I think this is something that we knew growing up, it, the, the guy also says, make sure you don't have a full inventory when you check the chest, because obviously the game is just going to take away any chance then. Right. Um, so that's how it feels. <laughs> it. It's good that it doesn't just lock up. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Um, so, so none of us found that then, I, I guess no, none yeah. of us hit the so, 132 so, lottery. Yeah. So these are the cursed items are in the strategy guide and for the necklace, the, the description is buried and difficult to find the evil necklace is a prize you don't want. So I'm curious, <sighs> like, cause of my memory, like, I don't think I've ever had a necklace in my whole life. Actually, I believe I got the belt and I gotten the belt before and I can't remember where the fuck it was. And that's kind of what I was saying off air there, Jab. like, I, you know, not finding like knowing or thinking that something was in here, and we had talked about something was in here that was cursed. I wasn't even sure which one. Mm -hmm. So we're pretty well, close. At the end of this episode, we are pretty close to the end of the game. So, like, I was just like, I don't know where the fuck any of these <laughs> could possibly be. Like, I've you know, I'm mapping the dungeons like I ain't a Rotten BB stacker. I'm, I'm. There's no way I'm missing anything. You know, right. like, where the fuck are these things? So it's it's interesting to me. Interesting to me that. Um, I don't know how, how fucking hard they are to find, I guess. <laughs> See, I, I didn't... Like, where the hell even is the cursed belt? Yeah, in... I was say. Like, I, like, I have this... It, I think it might be in the Dragon Lord's fucking pad. 
Okay, so okay, I just looked it up. No, that just says in the remakes. Hmm. When equipped. I didn't find. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the belt at some point as a kid, and I remember I did have to equip it. So you can get the item, and it does not take effect. You have to equip it also. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I'm, I'm curious what the fuck it says. Like, it can't possibly say curse necklace and expect you to equip it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, no. Oh, I, I think it actually might say uh, no because well, I just looked it up and like I looked up curse necklace. And it just said uh, death necklace, which is actually even worse. You're right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's You'd be funny. less likely to equip that. <laughs> and I see uh, the, the cursed belt. I, maybe it's referred to as the waistband. This is embarrassing. I actually don't know enough about the cursed items in this game. Yeah, I mean, that's what, well, the, you know, that's kind of the thing. Like, they're so they they clearly. I mean, how many times have we played the game? How do we not know this? Like, it's fucking <laughs> to me. It's crazy that yeah, it's not more evident. And you know, I love the idea of there being items that, you know, you should be wary of, which mm-hmm. is, you know, much just more realistic for this story world. But yeah, I'm surprised at how hard they are to, you know, to, to <laughs> chant into. And it's, it's surprising. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, so like I've played this game, you know, I've been saying I played this game like for 30 years or like I think I've said I've played it like 30 times. Well, like, you know, one in 32 chance, like it's entirely plausible that like way less. I've probably only ever encountered, you know, and actually hit on getting that treasure chest for the uh, for the cursed necklace, maybe three or four times. It's it's possible. Okay, so, so like, you, so you have gotten it in, in recent. I've play. definitely gotten it in the past. All right, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I've ever gotten. And that. I saw you get it. Like I, I knew that we had to go somewhere and do something to get uncursed. So it, it's it's happened to us. I don't know how to do that either. So you, so yeah, you you clearly have to get uncursed. Yeah, we should have done more research. See, I, I didn't know we were going to bump into them, so I didn't do the research of this. Like I'm curious. Yeah. What... Well, so like the the the, the internet, the, the brief inter- the research that I'm doing, the, the quick stuff right now, so I don't make everybody wait, is that so I know that you have to go to Breckenrary. Maybe this is ring any bell. You go to Breckenrary, and then you walk into town. The armor shops, the weapon shops on your left, the ends on your right. You keep walking straight. There's a left turn off the walk path. If you walk past that and continue straight, there's those like two houses that that building to your left. Mm. Oh yeah, there's a door in there. I didn't check in there. Somebody yeah. removes curse. I think the old man will remove cursed items from you there. Oh and, man, yeah, I got Yeah, that was a door I did not. I, yeah, and that's that's such a perfect example of yeah. you know you're just. I didn't even think to check there because like I and I you know years of playing this game because why would you? Yeah, there's nothing useful in there. You know what I mean? So that's right. hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah and then the, the internet also says that uh, the the um, so this is actually interesting because we're so trained at this game that we would never encounter this, but it would lightweight fuck you really hard if you got caught up in this trap. The game says you cannot go into Tantagel Castle while cursed. Oh man! So you're walking around the overworld map, getting killed by these cursed items. You cannot save, and you need a key to unlock the thing in fucking Breckenrary right. to get the guy to uncurse you. If you fell yep. into that trap and hadn't saved recently, you're in deep shit. Yep. And you know what? And if you hit this like Jay did <clears throat> early on, you have not been down to Remalder. You don't know where the keys are. Exactly. You don't know how to get them. You know what I mean? Like, that is yeah, brutal. Comp- yeah, compounds it even more. So, yeah, that's extra. And fun. think about all the walking. I mean, you got to walk through a goddamn that swamp to get to the cave to pop out on the southern continent 
you're taking damage that whole time and fighting enemies. Then you get to the southern continent, you're fighting wolves and warlocks. They're putting you to sleep. Yeah, and what uh, you, uh, you were to die. What is the actual? I, I I'm pretty sure the belt. In fact, I know the belt squeezes you, and I'm sure takes some HP as it does so on an ongoing basis. Do you do you have wherever you pulled up there? Do you have a listing of exactly what the specific like the, the numbers of the effect are? No, no, no. This is just a form that I'm looking at, so I got none of that. Okay, so the cursed belt says, if worn, you are cursed and cannot enter Tantagel Castle. Found in Garenheim, Garenham, Garen, who is that? And, oh, actually, here, here's an interesting one. Charlotte Castle. Yeah, that's why I said it's in the Dragon Wars Castle. Yeah, that, that's but, where the belt but, is. Like, why are there two of them? Like, why are there two listings here? Two of the belts? There's a, a belt and a necklace. But I'm telling you, like, I, the, the one I just looked at, which is, like, you know... It's like fucking weplayvideogames.net or something. The cursed belt. And then it says found in Garenham. Garenham? Garenham? And Sherlock Castle. So it has two spots listed. Oh, really? For one cursed belt. That's what I'm getting at. Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Welcome to the We're Googling Things podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking so up. It's spawned in either place. I can see that. Yeah, I it could it. potentially be both. I don't know. I guess, yeah, because I mean, yeah, the the belt is in. Yeah, no, it says. Well, it's you know, it's, I'm I'm actually looking on the Dragon Quest wiki right now. It says that the belt spawns in Grave of Galen NES only. So only on the NES will it spawn there, I guess, and also in Charlock Castle. And it still does not fucking say exactly what it does. It says you can sell it for 180 gold. Right. But it does not. Well, say... mine said you could not. It specifically said you could not enter Tantagel. And I got a I got reference here that the death yeah. death necklace is in fact found in the mountain cave and is worth one thousand two hundred gold. So nothing to scoff oh, at. Oh shit! Yeah, that's, that's but it, but the, see now now we're not actually now our variables are not adding up because the death necklace says if worn you are cursed and cannot enter Tantagel Castle. But I know for a fact one of these things kills you. Well, the, yeah, well that yeah that's not the only effect. That's just. But why isn't it listing the effects? Like now, for all I know, right. the cursed belt could also kill you. They they definitely do. I'm 100% certain that they squeeze you and take HP. Like I'm well, right. the the belt. So I I mean there's I'm 1,000% certain that it does that. Unless <clears> I've completely <throat> just made that up in my fucking head. <laughs> like, which yeah. would be honestly like I'm not trying to sound cocky. Like that would be surprising if we yeah. did that. Yeah, I see a screenshot here that says uh, it's it's like an NES screenshot and it it refers to the it says death necklace right in that little area that I said it was. So it, it must be called the death necklace on NES. Man, you'd feel so stupid after putting that on. He doesn't, dude. I mean, I'm looking at like forum threads and shit, and I don't see anything about HP reduction. Hmm. Huh. Well, uh, luckily that's the end of a segment, so I can cut that off whenever it gets really boring. But <laughs> <laughs> moving on. out of the mountain cave i started heading further south to the only remaining uncharted territory and i had one fight with a wraith knight <laughs> just over the bridge <laughs> south of the mountain cave <laughs> that immediately informed me that level 12 was insufficient for this region <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I yeah yeah so i i would go on a grinding journey for a while and once to 15 i decided to take a crack at the dragon in the swamp cave before digging any deeper here into the southwestern quadrant of the map. Uh, when did you guys pull the trigger on, on that little endeavor? I So 
once I finally got the flame sword and the silver shield, and I was feeling OP. You are it's a Cantlin then. Oh yeah, so I you know I actually encountered a dragon, a green dragon, immediately upon exiting Cantlin, oh, wow. and killed it for sure. <laughs> dude, killed it with one swipe. So oh, I immediately damn. was like. I'm going to go fuck that dragon up who <laughs> killed me <laughs> when yeah. I was insufficient level. So that's when I went back there and I was like, I'm killing that dragon. I had no idea Gwilym was behind the door. So that was an amazing Oh, shit. Me. Wow. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So did you have any inkling at all that, that that was about to happen? No, I just honestly, yeah, I was just so happy. Did you happy. still have her in mind? like, Or had you like kind of forgotten about slash given up on her? No, I thought at this point that she was at the castle with the dragon lord. So I was like, all right, she's got to be there. That's the natural thing to do. Like they said she was east, but I haven't found her or whatever. And so I literally was just like, I'm going to go kill that dragon. They killed me in the very beginning because yeah, I'm feeling okay. OP now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's, that's funny. And that is that is like that is often how I would, you know, because it's just. I've already mentioned, like, you know, actually dying, how brutal that is on OG hardware. Like, as a kid, that's that's totally how I played. Like, you know, I would not take on, I didn't take many chances, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. <laughs> there's so much to lose, man. Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, I mean, that was the whole thing. Like, and I'm actually kind of surprised I did it here because, in all honesty, at 15, I didn't, you know, I had not been down to Cantlin yet. And we'll get to that mm. whole part of this, too. So, yeah, I mean, so I was not. You know, I, I I was not whacked anything in one hit for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of surprised. Like, I, I thought, like, I was, you know, I, obviously I, I can't save state, so I clearly did it on the first try, uh, or I would have a much sadder tale to tell here. <laughs> but, but, you know, like, uh, I'm kind of surprised that I went in there at 15 uh, because, yeah, I mean, it's not... Uh, what weapon did you have at that point? I still had the broadsword. I still had the broadsword and the, uh, the magic armor. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I was not, it, it, it was, uh, nothing was on lock for sure. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's brutal, man. Yeah. When did you head in there, Jeff? Um, oh, wait, are you, you're not doing it, right? I'm not doing it. Yeah. And, and that, that brings me to. Uh, wait, you're the, not rescuing her? I'm not rescuing the princess. Like we've Josh and I have talked about, and I think I kind of know what happens when you don't, but like, that's kind of the point. Like a, you don't have to, like that is actually mm. a, an optional quest. Um, in a way, in a way it makes your life way fucking easier. And it helps that I've played the game for like 30 years. Yeah. But, well, yeah, we'll get to something you, I don't think if you don't save her, there's something, there's a reason that I, I, I you know, it, I'm not going to say it's impossible, but yeah, it is, it would be very difficult to beat this game without literary aids. I feel <laughs> like you could do it with like, for instance, the map. Like, I feel like you could just get the map and, and just, you could parse it out, which we'll get to. Ooh, that would be so brutal. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, you could, I guess if you were, In if you were super cerebral and smart, you could. Because there, there is someone who tells you where it is. Right. So, in theory, you could do it. And for that matter, I'd like to hear how Jay uh, does or did it. Um, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, yeah, but we'll get there. But yeah, which, which brings me to what I was talking about last night when I was texting you guys while I was playing Wizardry. Yeah, I, so I have not, I'm not going to rescue the princess. And I have not seen the king since I left his throne room naked at level one. 
<laughs> really? Yeah. 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 That's all. So, that's clearly only female, interesting. Though, I'm, I'm with a, you know, with save stage though. So well, the, well, here's the thing: is like, but but because I haven't died, so I haven't been returned to the king. I don't think I've died. If if people listen to this, they might be like, actually, asshole, you did die, <laughs> which is possible. But but the point is this: to to the save state point. Like so far, my experiment that I've been running with no armor on this, it's entirely plausible. Like I've not used save states for like fighting, grinding, any of that. Like I've not done conducted any sort of behavior that I wouldn't have normally. Hmm. So you, you, uh, you just you just left your Nintendo. Your your Nintendo is so fucking hot burn, right now. Burning, <laughs> hot. burning hot. It's begging for a break. So yeah, um, he's just cooking the fucking uh, the the hostess cupcake uh, wrapper oh, I, sitting on top of it for the probably, <laughs> probably a ho ho. I'll have you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, the the next time, so the king was like, I don't know, dude, please help me, and he sent this poor scrawny level one naked dude out the throne room, and he's never seen him again. Well, the next time he sees me is when I throw the dragon lord's head at his feet and don't have his daughter <laughs> with me. <laughs> Wow. Uh, right. So yeah, that that that's where have, I'm at. You don't have Waylon in tow though. He's still gonna be bummed out, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I mean, gonna, sorry, man. Life's not perfect. <laughs> you're a king, dude. You have oh, an army. Go find her. I don't know what to tell yeah, you. Yeah. I killed the dragon lord, and you're gonna bitch. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out my book. So. So yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay, yeah. So, well, if uh, in the case of, of Jay and I, you get in there, and we actually haven't mentioned the strategy guide description of the Green Dragon, but it is very simply and succinctly the weakest of the dragons is all it says about them. So, if how would you feel if you were a Green Dragon? <laughs> like you said, life's not perfect. Work harder. <laughs> That's what the capitalist says. says. Work fucking harder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Jay, how did your battle strategy go against the Green Dragon? Well, you said you fucking whacked him in one hit. Never mind, we already covered this. Yeah, he, he's just <laughs> well, no, no. So, so that was the one that was immediately outside of Canlin. This guy still not a problem. You know, like a couple hits done, no issues at all. Okay. Yeah, I got in there, and knowing, you know, like I said, I was not a thousand percent confident by any length. So I tried to go. I went the sleep angle, which I believe can work. I, I may be wrong because. Mm -hmm. It definitely didn't work. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh like, really? It felt scare me, dude. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I got to got one hit in. Actually, no. So he did go to sleep. Yeah, but uh, I got one hit in before he woke up, and you know, it's just it, there's just too much lost opportunity cost in trying yeah, to do it. A wash doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah, I decided mm. to just pass into it, and yeah, stakes got pretty fucking high, man. I had 22k in gold, all primed up for my Cantlin trip. You know, so that like that compounds it even more that I'm, I'm surprised oh I took my this. God, you're doing that while you have all that gold. Oh, that's so stressful. So, uh, yeah, I mean, my audio <laughs> yeah, would have been crushed to have that halved halved. But my screen turned red, dude. I mean, I, I got I, I'd have only lasted one more attack from him, I think. Oh, when, when I. The, the bastard down but it, i did get it on the first tango thankfully so yeah it was it was i mean i i don't know because yeah when i died the other time that was just like all pissed off and like i didn't you know i don't feel i incurred the risk that that ended up imposing on my playthrough you know like i don't, I don't think <laughs> or lock bullshit that i got into was you know was realistic i think the game was fucking with me but in this case like, i 100 percent took the risk and if i'd have died here i'd have had to just deal with that because Ooh. uh because you know, I, I I fucking went in there guns a blazing, you know what I mean? So, yeah, gotta think that shit through. 
Dude, I was doing 33 damage like each time at this point. So it was like he only has 65 health, according to the strategy guide. So, yeah, I, not I, a problem. High teens with the broadsword. So like 17, Ooh. 18 a pop. And, you know, he was mm. coming he was back with 20-ish as well. So, yeah, I mean, I was at, at level 15. I probably had, I don't know. So you don't even have heal more at this point. So you're... Oh, God. Oh man, not yeah. even fucking close. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, healing is literally—it's a net loss to use heal in in, in this situation. Yeah, because, you'll still yeah. come up a couple short. Yeah. So yeah, there's <laughs> no bit. But so yeah, kamikaze is the only route if uh, once you're in that fucking cycle. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so he drops. Uh, however uh, tenuous it may have it may go, he when he does drop, he behind him in in a room with a locked door you find Princess Gwalyn. And what fucking hideous sprite work they devoted to her. <laughs> like, <laughs> static. She has no animation. And it's like this very dark and dreary cream-colored dress and orange hair that that makes up her sprite. Like, she's not at all beautiful. And, like, at, at first I was like, so, like, oh, God, what a, what a hideous job. But then I thought about it, you know, Maybe this was a conscious effort to make her look distressed and weary, as one might when they are being held prisoner in a dungeon by a dragon. <laughs> yeah. She's in this room, a dark-ass room, all alone. There's probably dragon. You know, dragons have to eat. You know, so there's probably dragon shit all over the place. <laughs> like, that's <clears throat> a goddamn mess. And yeah. then you got fucking Josh coming in here like, uh... You don't look very good. Yeah, and, and she is in a white, you know, or at least an extremely light-colored dress, however, however you want to parse that. Uh, not like she's wearing anything that uh, doesn't show wear and tear. <laughs> it's so funny to me that that's like your immediate thought. To me, I was just like, holy shit. Look, she just happened to be behind this freaking dragon. And right, then, like you're all excited but, that you found the princess and Josh right? is just being a dick. <laughs> Ridiculing her aesthetic. <laughs> and then immediately the fact that you can't just like teleport back, but you carry her. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that you carry her back like that was like really well done to me. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So so you can you walk up to her and you can talk to her and she says, thou art brave indeed to rescue me, Todd. I am Gwalyn, daughter of Lorik. Will thou take me to the castle? And also very cool, I think, in this little flowchart here, you actually have the option of saying no, <laughs> which, I, <laughs> which I did not remember and was surprised by. But Who would it, do such a thing? Yeah, fucking. I mean, I, I'm not even fucking saving her. That actually would be a little more evil to like kill the dragon, kick down the door, and just nah. walk out. See her. Like, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, actually, the, the worst thing you could do would be kill the dragon, kick down the door, walk in, criticize her aesthetic, and then walk out. <laughs> yeah, like kick down the door, walk in, poke your head, and go, oh, and then just turn around and walk like out. That. Yeah, like I thought there was gonna be some cool shit in here. <laughs> Asking her, hey, is there any treasure chest in here? No, <laughs> I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> so heroic. Yeah, but if you select no, she just says, but thou must, and asks again. So, so much for free will and Alephgard. But however many times it takes you, however insistent you may be about it, you when you eventually do say yes, a chipper little ditty plays. <laughs> And then Princess Gwalyn embraces thee and says, I'm so happy. And then she, yes, as Jay mentioned, she hops in your arms and you are carrying her. And you'd think that the combined sprite of the two 
of you would be messier and uglier, but I'd say it's it's better than when she's standalone. Like it's actually a good like I, I'm I'm it's impressed. really cool. Yeah, I'm impressed by how well they were able to do that combined sprite. And you know, and an even uh, as we kind of I think we, we talked about originally, but in the port from Japan, one of the localization undertakings was making sure originally your hero sprite only faced forward even when you walked away into the side so like one of the things they did was change the sprite for each direction you might walk and in line with that when you're holding Gwalen, there is also a separate sprite for the for the two of you every, in every direction you turn you know and, and it looks each direction it looks like a pretty fucking good rendition of what it would have mm -hmm. to look like holding a, a woman in your arms you know so yeah, I think it's I think it's very well done and very cool. So, once you have her and you are carrying her, you unless I don't know that, that's kind of the thing. Like you don't actually hit you could you can carry her the rest of the game. That's actually a fun. Ooh, that'd be a good one too. Yeah, Take yeah, her just, to the Dragon Lord. Yeah, butt ass. Baby. <laughs> hey baby, watch this. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I I fuck I'm so upset that I didn't think of now. Uh, I to play it again. I can do yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I want our our socials. I actually had there one of the one of the on the Facebook page. One one of the dudes on there is really crushing on this playthrough, and he was he was insisting that uh, we play the the remake of the the iOS remake of it. So, uh, oh, dude, like, I yeah. fucking played it. It's, it's on my I, old I phone. I mentioned I was like Jab has you know uh, thoroughly uh, recommended it as well. So. Yeah, I actually, in that game, that's when I started my playthrough where I was not going to rescue the princess. Then I got a new phone, and you know that's it. <clears throat> <laughs> it doesn't is, isn't that shit saved in the cloud like your game oh i'm sure it's well the game itself i don't know i guess i could try and download it on this phone you know it's funny i need a new phone <laughs> yeah, <I mean, laughs> you do jeff <laughs> i really do actually <laughs> anyhow assuming you don't do that really bold uh make that really bold decision it is then back to our main man lork and he is predictably pleased about your return with her in tow so he says, forever shall I be grateful for the gift of my daughter returned to her home, Todd. Accept my thanks. Now, Gwalen, come to my side. Gwalen then whispers, wait a moment, please. I would give a present to Todd. Please accept my love, Todd. Even when we two are parted by great distances, I shall be with thee. Farewell, Todd. And the king then breaks into his usual spiel about Imperial Scrolls and continuing thy quest. So... She's known Todd for whatever length of time it took me to cast outside in, in the swamp cave, then cast return back to the castle, and then lug her <laughs> ass from the castle to the throne room. And so that's the amount of time that we've known each other, and she has uh, professed her love already. So I thought that kind of extreme. Uh, but <laughs> Six or seven minutes and she's sold. <laughs> Todd is just simply that charming. Right, <laughs> right, and it, 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 like really trying to parse this and think about it and, and dive into the role play of it. That there is some level of ambiguity to her words, though, as you now possess an item called Gwalen's Love. And the strategy guide description for this is: you must have some direction in your quest. Gwalen's Love is your compass, and when you use this baby, Gwalen speaks to you and tells you how many XP you need to raise a level, so kind of like returning to the king and, and talking to him, and also tells you exactly how many steps you, uh, exactly how many steps you never eat shredded wheat 
uh, you are from the castle. <laughs> Why? Do, like, this is such a random item. I don't understand the purpose of this. Okay, this answers part of my question already. Yeah, yeah and that's I'm 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 shocked to hear you say that, Jay. Well, it's it's okay. Let's just get there. Yeah, but I, I think I know how this ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it it yeah it you know it tells you it's it's in a world where maybe you don't have an old world map, even though one came with the NES port of the game, and. The XP thing is really nice. Actually, is a nice little check if you're if you're out grinding. That too. is, that's true. Yeah. Um, to let to let you know if you have. Oh, that was different. always. I remember like growing up like that shit was wildly helpful. Yeah. Like sure. Because like if, again, like I mean, you should know OG hardware. Like this is all about efficiency of time and attacks and damage that you take the whole nine yards. And like if you go back to the fucking the king or like the inn or whatever and you like have not leveled up and then and you later find from <laughs> you later <laughs> yeah. find out you're like 50 away and you're at the king you're like well, i'm not gonna fight 50 fucking slimes <laughs> yeah you gotta go all the way back to wherever you're grinding oh yeah. you gotta find somewhere right yeah. so yeah it, it is definitely a, an efficiency aid for sure so she she gives you that spiel when you use it and then she closes it out by reiterating that she loves thee which removed any doubt of her giving you her love with just being an entendre joke. <laughs> Which is, like now I, I'm sold. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, you know, she's uh, I, I give you my love, and that's just what she calls this little charm she gave you. <laughs> she like, actually, I'm ass out of here. Like, yeah, ugh, that guy's yeah. weird. Yeah, it doesn't actually have the the assumed feelings and accompaniment of the item. Uh, but I like yeah. that. She rem she removes that doubt with, with the first time you use the item. So it's real. <laughs> She's, That's what you're looking for. Yeah, she's ready to put a ring on it. Uh, right. she, <laughs> so once you have that, there is not much left to do but try and, and, and get to that damn town in the south, Cantlin. So I worked my way to level 16 before doing so. But even there, and this is kind of when I, when I texted you guys, I was not confident I could get to Cantlin to spend the 35 fucking K in gold I had built up and, and was terrified of losing. So, you know, like, I mean, Demon Knight battles would still take me down to one hit away from death. You know what I mean? Mm, I would let them really? run Really? And you're yeah. at level 16 and you're, you're fully geared out and what, broadsword and full plate? Broadsword and magic armor. Magic armor, okay. Yeah, and and large shield. Uh, so yeah. yeah, yeah, they were still they were still wrecking my ass. And like you know the the thing the really, well first of all okay so first the demon knight strategy guide description we haven't mentioned that yet. Their description is more than magic may be necessary to defeat this creature. True fact. <laughs> so <laughs> turns out it, that's true. Yeah, and it's actually kind of interesting. They, this is one of the, the those like small minute copy incongruences, but they they they're called shadow knights in the strategy guide and. In the game, they're called demon knights. So right, you know, I noticed yeah. several of those inconsistencies. Right, yeah, all these little minute deviations, and, I, and I, I'm I'm so curious to know. I think I've already said it, but I'm I'm so curious to know whether those are just clerical errors, which is you know without a doubt the most likely scenario, or if there is some sort of you know reason for it that that's that's uh, otherwise you know I don't even know what it would be, but just who knows you know. Right, I I I have to lean towards like you know when I was on the podcast, it's like we talked about video games were new and like video game magazine periodicals were like even newer. Yeah. And like, frankly, I don't think these people knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> they were still figuring it out. So yeah, even, even, even right across there, the, 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 another one I noticed uh, around this time was the, the leather. It's called the small shield in the game, but it's called the leather shield in the, in the strategy guide. If the, you the, had asked me, I would have called it. I would have said it was called leather shield in the game. Yeah, no, it's called small shield. Okay. And, and, 
I, I just fucking played it, so it shows what I, <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of those for sure. And yeah, so yeah, and, and you know, so every gold piece more I accumulated only increased the fear of the possible negative results on embarking on the journey too. So it's funny like how the how the correlation was. Like the stronger I got, or the more I played, which of course meant the stronger I got, but the fear of losing what I had accumulated was greater than the amount of strength I had gained. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like negative, ev- course, every time you defeat correlation. <laughs> yeah. Every time you defeat a demon knight, you're like, oh, that's badass. Oh, now I have more to lose. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So yeah, but at 16, like I you know, I, it actually led me to looking up the charts, the the leveling chart. Like I just I was like another three thousand XP with these fucking enemies. You know, these these wyverns and 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 Goldman and and shit around here. Like I just right. couldn't, I could not fucking stomach it. So I was that's like, where the fast forward comes in play for us emulators. Like, yeah. oh my god, is that nice, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have that, so I just put it all in line and hoofed it. And 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 yeah, man, like it 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 didn't. I I guess it was the first time in the game on this playthrough where I really had tried to just run from everything. You know, I, I did it coming out of the grave of Garenham. I guess like after I'd gotten the harp. And I didn't have outside yet. I think I, I did that a little bit, but that's that's because you only have to get out of those those bottom three those bottom two levels. Once you're on level two in the grave, you're not really at risk anymore. You're so, fine, right? Yeah, and it's a rather short amount of steps actually to get from where you get the harp to the two sets of stairs necessary. So it was it was not a terribly long run of that, so it didn't really sink in. But heading to Cantland, I learned how you know there might have been one or two instances on the entire trip there where I tried to run from something was unsuccessful and then it would just be the next turn that I would be able to get away. You know what I mean? So right. this game is not, I don't know. My, my fear was completely unwarranted in my ability to escape these things. If that's how I want to approach them. You know what I mean? Same here. Like I, in my mind, again, if you had asked me like, Hey, like how's running in this game? Like, don't even fucking try it. <laughs> yeah. Not, not with like, yeah, not over a long journey against, against enemies who are totally ill-equipped to, to take on for sure right but in, in my small experiences of trying to run like it's it's really not been that bad so yeah agreed agreed despite that i even even you know even though that is how it played out that did not you know uh, until i was there that emotion did, did not sink in as as a truth <laughs> you know what i mean i still i still mm-hmm. still spent the entire journey on edge because of what what was at stake and I, like an idiot, despite that fear, did not consult the map that would have been packed in with the game. So mm-hmm. I did, and like in my mind, it was not as very, you know, the route to Cantlin was not as all over the place as it ended up being. So yeah, like I thought it was a simpler journey than, than I ended up, than it ended up being. So that was part of the reason for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite an 8-bit jumble fucking over there. There's lots of way out of the way bridges that you, you have to travel to and then others that you could skip entirely to keep from ending up in a dead end, you know? So mm-hmm. I, I got into that first dead end actually in that swamp that, that has significance in, in, in a few moments here that we'll talk about. So I ended up in that dead end against, yes, those the enemies there are super fucked. Green yeah. dragons and, and, and wizards and like all sorts of fucked up shits over there. And yeah, I was like, oh my God, this isn't even, this isn't even the fucking directions. I had to backtrack and shit, so. Yeah, dude, that part of the map, like, is again like having 30 years of experience of this game i can navigate it just fine but like if you don't know what you're doing like you'll get turned around down there and killed and you're going down there to spend money and you're getting killed oh my god <laughs> yeah very Dude. very uh, freaking did... hunger games like somebody's <laughs> always trying to kill you from some kind of <laughs> seriously but, I, but I, would, I would i would keep trying to test it at every level like at this point for me 
I'm looking at at that strategy guide and thinking, okay, at each level, I'm going to get return. And then at 15, I'm going to get repel. And then at 17, I'm going to get heal more. And so like each level, when I would get something else or get a little bit stronger, I would test to see how much farther I could go. And then invariably, you know, it would just not work. And I would just have to start over again. Yeah, You know, trying to see if I could make it there. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, so did, did you have trouble? Did you just use a map and just fucking beeline there or did you? Yeah, I I definitely live by the map because because I would keep <laughs> running into these freaking demon knights and like, yeah, the like magic wyverns and like star wyverns and stuff. And they would freaking kill me every single freaking time, you know, or I would get very close to dying and I have to like skip back and try over again. And I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm not strong enough immediately. Let me just go back and grind until uh-huh. another level or two, you know. Uh, as now, the game was meant to be played. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> now imagine not having that luxury. At this point, you're, you're, you, you do. It's not a safe state, but you do have return, so you can, you, you do kind of have an eject button. Luckily. Oh yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. 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 So, so it's not, it's not as bad as it could be, you know, and uh, that, and that, and in the punitive sense, but nonetheless. Yeah, I probably did that from like level fourteen until I actually made it work <laughs> you know i would go try it and then i would like get on the verge of dying escape and just decide nope i'm gonna try again next level <laughs> oh man uh, yeah to, th- and to think like oh my god it's like hey i, I went hey honey i bought a new game today it's like 1988 hey honey i bought a new game today for my nes it's called dragon war i don't know anything about it like, oh, god. 1989 actually Sorry, 1989. <laughs> Why am I even on this podcast? Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, imagine knowing nothing about this and just fucking trying to figure it out. That's <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, That's crazy. And the willingness to do it too is even maybe even crazier. Like I don't, you just I don't think you could, you couldn't, you would have to. Like, you, you'd have to. You have to commit yourself to it. I mean, like look, look how Ted threw himself into wizardry. Right. You have to do that. Yeah, yeah, I, I just can't, you know, I, I, I don't think you could get a kid to do it today. Like, you know, you would have oh, to incentivize no. them with something. You'd have to give them, you'd have to fucking drop breadcrumbs or something for them. Have to yeah, <laughs> and, and that's not, I actually very much like uh, the, the the next generation, so I'm not I'm not taking a shit on you guys, but uh, it, it's just, like, yeah, that, that there needs to be some sort of, like, games today just kind of have, like, constant rewards, constant breadcrumbs, and, like, not this one. Well, they're there. They're just, it's, they're, 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 Fewer and farther between. <laughs> you really kind of you got to work for them. Yeah. I don't know. At this point, like in the game, I was actually thoroughly enjoying myself in the grind and like the leveling up. Like at every at every level, I would immediately take a note. Like, okay, it's going to be fifteen hundred more XP. All right, I got to get to you know thirty five hundred now, and just like strategize where I'm going to go and like how much farther I can push to to grind. So I was actually thoroughly enjoying this part of the game. Yeah. Okay. Further and deeper. <laughs> Further and deeper. <laughs> yeah. Once you get there to Cantlin, as you step into the bottleneck of the city's outer walls, you meet the storied golem of Cole Townsfolk lore. Oh. Yeah, and the strategy guide description of that is, Golem has a weakness for beautiful music. So if you somehow have not absorbed all the hammering into our heads they have done of this to date, tangoing <laughs> with this dude means it's fairy flute time. And... When you, you go to your item uh, list, you use the fucking thing, and then a really cute little music ditty plays. And that results in quietly Golem closes his eyes and settles into sleep. And <laughs> that is 
significant because again, it's just kind of the slight deviation from what is the norm. Like if you use the, the spell of sleep on something, it usually, it's just the, uh, whatever it is, is now asleep. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't give you that additional role play thing. So I, I like that they added that little extra touch. Of, yeah. Of you, you can almost see him slipping away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can still wake up though. It, uh, it took me two flute blowings and three broadsword strikes to slay the beast. And so it was not difficult, but I was surprised. Like to me, it was like an automatic thing in my memory that you use the flute and he's just now asleep, but right. he can wake up. The huge downside of this, especially after all the buildup to it, is the spoils, which are very lame in being five XP and eight gold only. So not a lot coming out of this other than just being able to pass. You know what I mean? Except for the fact that, like you say, you get into the coolest and my favorite town in the entire game. Without a doubt. Cantlin Dude, is I a... celebrated. <laughs> it is a bustling metropolis, or actually even, I would call it a megalopolis. It is. <laughs> yeah, the, whole, the whole thing's fucking paved. How cool is that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. There are people everywhere. Uh, it's entirely made of brick and stone. There are tons of people behind tables and small buildings selling limited and specialized wares. There's guard towers in the northern corners, which is a really cool touch. They are covered buildings. They're only three by three in their entirety with a single square of real estate, you know, in quotations, inside of them. So you can walk in the, the one open square, and then there's a, one square inside that you can stand in, and there's nothing in there, you know what I mean? And so, the, did, did you say this? I'm, I'm kind of distracted slightly. Did you say this? Those are guard towers. Yeah, yeah, those are guard okay, towers. Okay, right? Yeah, which mm -hmm. is very cool. And then there is, in the center of town, there's a big covered area that houses a garden with a creek running through it, a bridge going over it. There's an old dude in there. So there's just, there's just a lot devoted to set pieces of this town that is so secluded that it needs to be, like, it needs to be incredibly developed and fortified in order to survive down here. Yeah. And, and even the, even like the, you know, in the outer world, like, so it's, it's a walled city. Like there's a right. wall around it with one space of entrance, but when you're inside the town, like everything's paved and then, but like even the outside area of like when you're inside town, when you look to the outside area of town, that's paved too, implying that like even the outside that's of the town that's still within the walls is all paved too. Yeah, fully fully developed. Yeah, and like you said, man, there's fucking like pot, like little islands that you can walk across bridges. There's a pavilion in the center of town that you walk under. That that's the fucking and doors all over the place is the coolest town in the game, and it's a long way to second place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, you know, they're. I, I like them. I like them both for their own reasons. Like the there are cool things that the other there are cool advantages to both Ramalder and Caitlin. The other just doesn't doesn't have you know what i mean so i like them both but yeah i mean it's just as far as like especially as far as what's happening inside of it Cantlin is without a doubt the best yeah the most interesting i should say and clearly the weapons yeah I mean, yeah i felt like op like damage is happening yeah. right like yeah. omg have you guys been to the weapon shop in camp <laughs> yeah there, there there's exactly. tons of commerce going on here before we even get there though let's let's do our townsfolk chatter the Walmart reader is a soldier that invitingly says, Welcome to Cantlin, the castle town. So he calls it the castle town, which is cool. Nice. And another nearby soldier goes, It is said that many have held Erdrich's armor. The last to have it was a fellow named Wynn. So we definitely want to know who oh, Wynn is. Yeah, or, or past was. 
I haven't even gone. It occurs to me I haven't even gone around and talked to the townsfolk of Cantlin yet. I kind of I kind of phoned in on this episode a little bit, as you can see from the chart. Like I didn't play as much, um, <laughs> so, so I need I I've not yet. I will get around to uh, talking to the folks of Cantlin for the uh, Dragon Lords Lair episode. So everybody was really excited to hear that. <laughs> well, don't don't worry. I left no stone unturned, so we'll get to them all here. Okay. The the merchant standing right next to that soldier explains further. Grandfather used to say that his friend, Wynne, had buried something of great value at the foot of a tree behind his shop. So, further of the idea is Wynne had a shop and buried Erdrich's threads behind it. So, copy that game, gods. <laughs> and a damsel, also by the entrance, is incredibly accommodating. She says, what shall I get thee for dinner? <laughs> Beef tenderloin well. and grog, thanks. <laughs> well, mutton and beer, hurry. <laughs> Milady. <laughs> Milady, hurry, go now. Uh, another soldier in the vicinity engages in fear mongering. He says, Tis said that the dragon lord hath claws that can cleave iron and fiery breath that can melt stone. Dost thou wish to go on? And, and Jab, you actually, I think, texted, was it just me or both of us? It the, was both of you last uh, night, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you texted me this. This is, this is a fun little conversation piece here. But you can actually answer this question with a yes or no. So, you, if you say no, he says, that is good. No one will say thou art afraid. So he is he's very accepting of you just giving up <laughs> in the 11th. <laughs> this guy's a soldier, dude. He's been there. He's been knee-deep in the fucking blood and guts. He knows what's up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can also say yes, of course, though. And he says, in return to that, thou art truly brave. Which, yeah, I mean, you texted me, and you actually I think you had sent me the yes. So I, I my, um, my immediate retort was, <laughs> or no, you hadn't. Sorry, you had you had I had not responded, yeah. Yeah. I was like, what did you say? Because I, I, right. I had this was significant enough for me to remember exactly that that one conversation. So, well, yeah, because as as I'm role playing it, like this, I saw this naked dude walks up to him, and he's like, "Are you about to go fight the dragon lord?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You know, he can like slice steel like butter, right?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to put some fucking clothes on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And fucking Nestor is here. <laughs> oh my god! Right? He's everywhere. Walking on, on the I guess, side of town, there there is a little blue-haired dude, and he says, I'm Nestor. Hey, where am I? No, don't tell me. So this is clearly a callback joke to all the assholes that have mentioned him in previous town games. So fun little effort here by the development Full team. Yep. Full circle. Yeah, I feel, I feel whole now. <laughs> I'm always, yeah, every time I play a Nintendo game, I'm like, oh, I just hope Nestor's okay. <laughs> And a woman on the other side of the garden from him is admirably direct. I know nothing. She said. She said. Yeah, he's my favorite person so far. I was like, dude, no joke, because like I'm I'm 35, I'm turning 36 soon, and like I get it now. I don't know anything. And when I talked to her, I was like, wow, she's the fucking smartest person in this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, at least the most self-aware, if nothing else. If, if nothing else, right? Yeah. And an old man behind a table. Here talks more Erdrich shit. He says, "Tis said that Erdrich's sword could cleave steel." So that's letting you know you can also squeeze. I think this is the first mention of Erdrich's sword, if I'm not mistaken. Sounds so, like yeah. yeah uh, about the armor a lot, but you've not heard about the sword, so that's kind of right. fun to know. And another geezer presiding over the garden has some info about where some info is. <laughs> some some info <laughs> about where some info is. So he says to learn about. 
to learn how proof may be obtained that thy ancestor was the great Erdrich, see a man in this town. So this is calling over to what the gentleman in the southern cave is talking about, where you, he, he's, he's asking for further proof, despite all that you've accumulated, the tablet and what have you, of, of Erdrich's ancestry. So this is kind of leading you down that road a little bit. And a merchant hanging out in a sand pit behind a locked door gives you the last piece of the puzzle for Erdrich's armor. He says, my grandfather Wynne once had a shop on the east side of Hawksness. And we kind of we kind of glossed over that on the way over to Cantlin here because there's not much to talk about, which is its own conversation piece, I suppose, about Hawksness. But until you've been here, there's not much point in going there other than fighting green dragons and star wyverns. So <laughs> if you and go to dying, Hawk, basically, I, that's exactly if you go to Hawksness or whatever, you just prepare to get your ass kicked. Yeah, that's how that's how the story ends for you. Yeah. And another merchant is selling fucking narcotics. He says, come buy my radishes. They are fresh and cheap. Buy the radishes today. And fuck you. I was in the, I was in the D.A.R.E. program. I'm not buying your radishes, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've worked hard to get to where I am. And you're, I'm not letting you tear me down. Certainly you went through a D.A.R.E. program too, right? Do you even know what Jay? D.A.R.E. is? Okay. Of course. Everybody knows what D.A.R.E. is. And that's yeah. why we know to turn down radishes. Yeah, I've, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've talked to people that are somewhat in our age group. It was not fucking everywhere. It was a big thing, but it was not everywhere. Uh, do you mm. remember, this is a fun, uh, like, okay, so Jay, where we grew, the town we grew up in, like, the police officer that was the face of the program in town is like, because he is, you know, he he would come to the school and talk in like, you know, third, fourth grade and stuff. He he just, I don't know, he he earned a place in infamy with kids as as we got older, and you know, you start to do dumb shit that teenagers do that could be, you know, going around and breaking bottles was a dumb thing that we would do before I started smoking <laughs> weed and we were doing other things that would that that cops would not would frown on so like you know once we started doing things that were where you could get uh could rub shoulders with cops in, in, a, in a less negative way or, or a less positive light rather he would still be like sergeant michelak was the joke that was the that was the police officer's name sergeant michelak and like he was still the joke like whenever we talked about getting in trouble or getting caught by the cops or anything it was like sergeant michelak was like the one who was going to find us you know right Even, yeah, sir. <laughs> next to zero. Had <laughs> just like a tiny bit extra disappointment to it. Like <laughs> he's actually out there, fucking on the beat, catching people. Right, and it was, and the funny thing, I, I don't know, funny, whatever, but it's a thing. Like he had a daughter that I remember ended up, you know, she ended up fucking, I think, fucking up a little, being being kind of a fuck up. So it was like even because of his position in the precinct and like having that relationship with us, like when his daughter became like a little bit of a news item in of itself, it was even a bigger thing. I don't know. This, this is all run around to say, Jay, do you remember the name of your dare officer? Absolutely not. No? I remember the freaking uh, song and all the, the t-shirts and all that, but I definitely don't remember an officer's name. Mc, McGruff. Do you remember McGruff? I do. The crime dog. <laughs> well, yeah, the crime dog, yeah. The, the commercials and shit. That was yeah. like commercials, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was the mascot of it, yeah. Yep. Fun Anyways, stuff. welcome back to the Dare podcast. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember fucking like we had like coloring books and shit. We had like there was like there was coloring books. Yeah, there was, yeah, oh, there, there was whole nine yards, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's why to this day I've never done a drug. 
Getting back to Dragon Warrior, there are three weapon and armor shops in this town, two of which have all bullshit we've long had access to, and you would never make it to this place without, so it's kind of a bit of a runaround that those even exist here. But, but yes, behind a third locked, or rather a third is behind a locked door, and it has the hot shit. It has, <laughs> it only has two, which is interesting in and of itself, that like those other ones have nothing of value, and this one has only two items, and they are the best things that you can buy in the game, basically, in, in their respective categories. The Flame Sword here is for 9,800 gold, and the Silver Shield is here for 14,800 gold. And if you have saved up a million dollars that I had, you cop them both immediately. <laughs> immediately, without question. Yeah. So the Flame Sword strategy guide description is, few can withstand this fearsome weapon when wielded by an experienced warrior. And this provides a buff of 28 on your attack power, which is eight more than the broadsword. And the silver shield strategy guide description is worth a king's ransom. The silver shield is worth every piece of gold. And I like the attention of detail there, not saying worth every penny. You know what oh, I mean? Right, yeah, yeah. Nice. That's, That's right. We were just talking shit about copy a few minutes ago, but they devoted a few extra synapse firings to that. So good job. This gives a buff of 25, which is 15 more than the large shield, which is... Yeah. You know, that's a 60% increase, and that uh, is, I think, applicable given how long ago you can get the large shield in the game. You know, that's how I like that. Yeah, and uh, for my naked ass, I really needed it. <laughs> yeah, super excited in your case, I'm sure. Very. Yep. So once you make these purchases, gold basically loses all value in the game, as we mentioned. And you, you I mean you still need to spend chump change on like ends and keys if you're going to spend money on ends, but that's uh, nothing. You're going to have that money. Yeah, yeah, just by accident. Yeah. That's nothing in the economy of the latter game. So there is speaking of keys, there is also a key peddler across from that shop owner, and they he he is pushing them for 98 gold per in here, which I believe is I want to say 13 higher than the one at the castle. Can't believe you keep track. I, you know, I, you know, I, I actually, I, I wanted to bring this up when we got here. I, I know it's going to break your guys' hearts, but I'm going to do it anyways. I, I, I topped off my keys here in Cantlin. <laughs> I, I, I sprung for the extra like 29 gold, and I just, you know, filled my keys back up. So, uh, so inefficient. So I inefficient. Yeah. I, you know, I got the whole game. The rest of the fucking game, I'm going to have to level up probably another 15 levels to beat the Dragon Lord naked. Yeah, I can't believe I wasted that gold. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that efficiency, that that e, uh, economic efficiency topic, the inn here costs a hundo flat, uh, but even capitalist pig Todd was willing to plunk it down uh, all the way out here in the boondocks because you, you don't have a choice. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you got to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we're strapping local. Only thing more valuable than money is my own life. <laughs> <laughs> and some capitalists would argue against that even. <laughs> <laughs> so uh it takes some mild ingenuity to reach him walking into the black from the garden but then on if you do that if you figure that out you can then unlock a door and heal your ass all the way through a bunch of like a, a barrier tile hallway to an, uh, another old man that says let us wish the warrior well may the light be thy strength thou may go and search from Tantagel Castle, travel 70 leagues to the south and 40 to the east. So this is where Gwaylon's love really comes in handy in mm -hmm. conversation. You can use it to basically GPS your way to this spot outside of town 
lining up those given coordinates with those provided by Gwalen's trinket. And that's how you find proof of your ancestry for that curmudgeon in the South Cave. So, Jay, you insinuated that's not how you did this. So how did you find Erdrich's token outside of town here if you had not used Gwalen's love and found purpose for it? So, yeah, after this, like, we just got all the clues to solve the mystery of getting the armor, right, from Hawksness. So I, feeling OP now with the hot shit armor, you know, the shield, the weapon, I went down there, finally defeated, you know, the knight, and then got the armor. And so I honestly, at this point, I was thinking, all right, I got this armor. I don't know what it does. But maybe this keeps me like my honest first thought was maybe this will keep me alive through swamps and below down there was like, all right, I'm going to go to the swamp and go walk around and, you know, see what is actually there. And you just walked around and fucking searched every tile in the swamp. No, in that area, because if you look at the map, well, the map I'm looking at, this actually looked like it was a cave or something. So I was actually going there thinking there was a cave. But uh-huh. when I went there and there was nothing there, I was just like, well, I'm just going to search this whole area and see what uh, I find. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's that's incredibly fortuitous and, and I guess thorough of you. <laughs> and, and, I, and I guess he didn't he didn't do it with any tools that would not have been at your disposal right. in well, yeah, 1989. I, yeah, yeah. And I love actually hearing. Cause I mean, I, I went down there and got it before I went back to, to yeah, the first the first spot I searched was right. Oh, really? Uh, well, what I'm saying is, like, I, I love that you used the intuition of finding the armor, and then even if it was only suspected, using that as a directional tool to mm-hmm. go mill around in the swamp. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, that, that's really that, that that's cool. And it never even occurred to me that that could be used or lead to being used in that way as like an actual inspiration to go to go find kind of the next story piece you know what i mean that's cool yeah it, it would never like at this point it would never i would never think that it could occur to you to like oh yeah like now i can search swamps yeah like no well because i figured there works. would have to be a way to do that at some point right like <clears> we've <throat> talked about it and so i'm like what like i'm looking at the strategy guy and nothing says that so i just only figure like this has to be the thing let me go try that you know that Fuck. is some good deduction man yeah for sure <laughs> Yeah, so if you know if, if I, I didn't go to Hawks's first, but basically to find this thing, you have to work your way back around the mountain range to the south of of, of Cantlin. There, you have to go like across the bridge that got you over to this part, and then go down, and then to the next bridge, and and, and go down into that what I called a dead end earlier. And there, yeah, there's a pretty big swamp, and there's it's full of wizards, magiwiverns, and green dragons, and you basically have to plod your way to to X marks the spot there and like the dead center mass of the second kind of part of, of the marsh. And I guess since we bumping into him, bumping into them here, let's, let's do the strategy guide descriptions of those two enemies. We haven't talked about yet. The Magiwyvern says a user of magic spells. The Magiwyvern can be a nightmare. And for wizards, the wizard will truly test your skill in using magic. So yeah, so you walk over to that particular spot and you just use the search tool and, or the search, uh, fucking, Item. Uh, uh, not, not item. Spell. Action. Uh, Action. Yes, that's right. <laughs> English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. That's where uh, I speak it. Yeah, we should try some of it in here. The so yeah <laughs> so uh, you, you do that and then it just says you know it's, it's very unceremonious I would say actually that thou, thou hast found Erdrich's token, and Erdrich's Erdrich's token. The description of that is 
the warrior who discovers this object thereby proves his heritage. So, yeah, the strategy guy 100% tells you this is what you need. You know what I mean? Right. To, 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 to appease that part of the game. So, yeah, so then I, I went to Hawksness to pilfer Wind Shop. And that was only, though, after a trip to King Lorik to scribble on those scrolls of honor now, now that I had these items. So I returned and then came back down. Getting to Hawksness is not nearly as difficult as getting to Camelot. <laughs> so no. I, I was not worried about the journey and taking that precaution to save. So, so yeah, so, so in Hawksness here, uh, wherever you get it in your time or get to it in your timeline, it is... It's basically a fucking wasteland. <laughs> like, it, like it looks, it looks very Breconary-like, just as far as the, uh, the, you know, the kind of the layout and just the aesthetic of it. But completely unpopulated, and many of the tiles have devolved to poisonous swamp in town. So, yeah, it's 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 certainly it's very cool. I'm actually very excited to post the the gif of that because or the gif of that because it is fucking. It does look very cool. Yeah, I should say that like Cantlin is the coolest functional town, right? Exactly in the but game, yeah. but actually like Hoskness is like maybe the coolest place in the game. Yep. For especially yeah, if you if you really dive into uh, putting yourself in the role play of it, like going into you've been to all these towns, they all have their own you know kind of culture to them, and then you go into this town and it is just fucking dead. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that would be really, really eerie, especially yeah. if it's just crawling with the enemies that, that it's crawling with. You know, what I mean? it's uh, yeah. Like it, the it, first it, time I came here, I expected it to be like a normal town town. <laughs> like I immediately got like the smackdown. Like it was yeah. not oh, a fun wow. experience. Like before this was like before I went to Canlin and stuff. Just like the first time going south just to see what it was. Yeah, no, <laughs> it was not fun. It, it, it's notable to say that. The, those enemies are not in that desert otherwise, you know what I mean? So this town has attracted these enemies that are not in the surrounding desert, you know what I mean? So like, right. it's, it's almost like a little trap in a way. Exactly. It's a concentration of some serious dragon lord influence, I think, you know what I mean? Mm. So that's very cool as well. So, uh, you know, if, if you... You have been instructed by those guys. Yeah, like, I guess talk to me before you even get to it. Uh, tell me more, Jay, about, you know, you, you've gotten that direction from those townsfolk in Cantlin already. So you have that luxury, if you want to call it that. What, how well did that pin drop you to the location of that, of, of the armor? Uh, well, at this point, like, I knew to go there. And I just started looking around, like fighting things, right? And just kind of figuring out what was going on. And honestly, like I would just, I was just going and fighting everything. And then I looked up a YouTube video. I'm ashamed to say, but I looked up a YouTube video of somebody like going over. Cause I knew it was like over there to the east, but I, and I knew I had to search, but I wasn't quite sure. So I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to look it up. It's a, I mean, I would, yeah, I mean, so, you know, that, it's, it's uh, you know if I didn't I, I it's hard to even say like I'm I'm I almost want to say for sure that I probably need a Nintendo Power influence of some kind to find it for the first time. But knowing where it is, I would say that what those townsfolk tell you can definitely lead you to it. Like it tells you that you know it's at the base of a tree behind a shop. Yep. And if you look yeah. at if you if you look at that the layout of that area of of the town, like it's like. So there's, uh, there's like a dead end behind a few marsh tiles, and 
it's just a lone, like standalone forest tile by itself in that dead end. And that it's, it's like, that's like leading, it's like a hallway leading out of what was clearly used to be a shop. You know what I mean? And, and I think yeah. that's, it's a pretty good representation of what you've been told. So I, you know, it, it's not, a, I don't think it's, you know, we can, we often can criticize these Nintendo games for this like incredibly obtuse shit, but like, I, I think they did a pretty good job of like planting the seeds and giving you the clues necessary while still making it a hunt. You know what I mean? I think it was a very good for time. sure. For sure. I was more concerned about staying alive in this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like that, that was like the main reason I had even looked it up on YouTube. Like, and I noticed the person was like way higher level than me at first. So I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> first thing you see, like, oh, shit, I got 20 more levels to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, that, that's a funny conversation piece of itself. How, you know, the like that, that aspect of, of, retro gaming in in a modern context like going and looking at, at a playthrough video and yeah like that could be like such a you know like the idea of looking at a playthrough video is like this like i'm getting the answer and it's like nothing but a positive and then you can, <laughs> the idea that you can open the open look at the video and be like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> all right no way dude yeah i mean i, mean, I had it a few times i think i think when we were talking about strider jay like i think i can't remember what it was specifically offhand but there was something that was like I, you know, it didn't occur to me, and I had, I was like, oh, yeah, it was the boot. I think it was maybe those boots, that third set of boots that I didn't get, and I was just like, oh, fuck, god damn, it didn't even occur to me to like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> to use that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny, funny. So strategy. So, so yeah. So you find that tree, and you step onto the tile, and there is an axe knight there guarding it, and that's the first time you've seen one of these babies for sure. So the uh, strategy, hopefully, the last time. <laughs> yeah, the strategy. Yeah. That is a brutal opponent armed with a sharp battle axe. And they are step two in the night tree. They're the gray-toned ones. They have two like two multi-gray tones of like a blue mohawk, I believe, or like their hair yeah. is or the helmet thing is, is blue. And the yeah. crest. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, the, the, the uh, centurions for uh, Legion and the legions would wear them to uh, noticeably distinguish themselves in battle so that troops knew where to look to get their orders from while they were fighting. Hmm. Interesting. I cleave each other's heads off in the in the melee. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, they, they did it so that they could more efficiently cleave each other's heads off. That's what made Rome Rome. So it, it was those crests. Try to learn your history here, Josh. I, I'm I'm always working hard. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that and, and kind of uh, identifying, you know, medieval uh, equipment in Strider the the main weapon. They, they, it's a they call it a cipher, but it's a sword basically. And that led to me googling. And this is on our socials if you missed it from Strider. But the it was I basically Googled the breakdown, the anatomy of a sword, and, and saw like a really detailed diagram. Oh, uh, nice parts of a sword. It's, it's a pretty cool diagram. And absolutely heard, fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. So like some of the things, and it was actually I, you, I guess you'll enjoy this, Jeb. But the the Strider sword, the hilt of the Strider sword has been uh, there's only one half of it. You know, it's not it's not a, it's not a two sided hilt. The, mm -hmm. the, the uh, it's called the, it's called something else. At the top of it, the guard that prevents basically a sword from sliding down the blade and cutting your fucking arm off of an yeah. opponent. I mean, so like, but on on the Strider sword, it only has one side of it. And and Jay and I talked about how that was like you know sword Darwinism because in Strider it's futuristic and you're and for the most part those guys are not battling other swordsmen. So right, so your swords can have little. A mistake might be a, a, a harsh word, but yeah, you can you can have an imperfect sword, or not even imperfect. Just it just you don't need it. There, there's no it, it, it make the thing oh, lighter, point, yeah. they're, they're they're thereby more deadly because <clears throat> you don't 
No, uh, you don't need that defensive mechanism in place because you're not, you, you, know, you mm. don't have that threat. So. Right. You know, the pommel of a, of a sword is where the term pummel came from. I did not. What, what, I don't remember what pommel is. What, what, what the pommel, pommel is the very bottom. It'll sit on the very, it'll sit under your hand if you're gripping the sword. It's like that bulbous thing that sits underneath it. Like or the, it, the, butt of a, the butt of a, of a bat in baseball. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that serves two purposes. One is to balance the sword so you're not fighting yourself and trying, you know, like exerting more effort than you need to to use your sword. Uh, Counterbalance. Second one is if you're up close with somebody and you need to, you just raise that up and just smash Back them on the head. head. Yep. A pummel. Yep. Very cool. So, how did you guys approach this badass motherfucker? Because he is exactly that. <laughs> well, hey, I'd love I, to hear. <laughs> well, at this point, I'm like, I got the flame sword, so I'm going attack first. And because I didn't know if he was going to try to use a spell on me or anything, but. I would generally go with that, and then if he tried to use any spell, I'm immediately trying to go stop spell or sleep. But at this point, I think I just – I finally had heal more, so I was 17, so I wasn't even worried about even getting okay, hit yeah. with anything else. So I'm just like going to town, just attacking. Yeah, if right. you have heal more and you know that you can compensate and then some actually for one of his one of his attacks, it's, it reduces the threat considerably for sure. All you yeah, got to do is break even. Told you, man. I, I started – at this point, I lived by the freaking – leveling guide as as far as like what spells i was going to get next and like knowing how much better a heal more was going to be i was like all right i, I feel like i gotta wait until i get to that level so <laughs> word yeah i i went into this and i actually tried sleep a few times in my first fight and i failing on all of those attempts uh, and then like it never I, works in anything mm -hmm. yeah like two or three of them i think i did and you know even after the, like once that having that lost opportunity cost then i kind of just like frantically tried to run <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah because you're on og hardware so like you actually yeah. might get a little shook yeah yeah so yeah so I, I i ran it took me three times to get away and i i only had 15 hp left so like i was down to yes that same with the dragon like the red screen and, mm -hmm. and then you're just in hospice like just with it, it, it's not any better out there <laughs> no right? yeah yeah so yeah when i ran from him and then like when we come out of the fight i'm like one step away like in, in the swamp basically so i'm lucky that didn't kill me maybe even i don't think i don't think it took the effect that it would step into the swamp but that's an interesting thing in of itself the idea that you could run and then get out and just die <laughs> Dude, that's an immediate return yeah <laughs> uh, well i i didn't i i i just i cooked all my heal spells basically and, and healed up and then went back into the battle and just fucking mm. just kamikaze into him, you know, and, and that was effective. Yeah, that was effective. I got through. Really? Yeah. Without wow. too much, too much threat really surprisingly. So I was, I was even more disappointed in myself that I tried to like go, like tried to overthink it. You know what I mean? The first time right. at this, and you did at this point have the silver sword. I'm sorry, the silver sword, the, uh, the yeah. flames. Sword sword. The silver. Yeah. Okay. I'd already been to Cantlin. So yeah, I had. Okay. Yeah. 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 See, like I need to, since I, since I like that, uh, since I like that town so much, I need to go there because there's no reason for me to go there. I'm naked. <laughs> like yeah, I, I have, yeah. I have no. What am I going to do? Find the armor and put it on? I can't do that. So, yeah. um, I think I mm. might go there and and fight the Axe Knight. I, I got to do some leveling up before I do this because I have no armor. But I think I might go there and get uh, the armor and then just not wear it. You know, it is mine you know, as far as I'm concerned. The, don't do that because you, if you get the armor, you'll put it on on that. You can't. Is there no equip in this game? No, you don't equip. Yeah, that shit. When you when you go to the store, you just put that shit yeah. on. And, sell it and then you. they just offer to buy you the the one. Yeah. Well, they don't even. They don't, I think they, I don't think they offer. I think 
you have to say yes or they won't even give it to you. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah. Well, never mind. I'm not going there. I, I'll go there to check. Well, you, you out, can still but... go. There. You just you just can't. You have to search to get it. So you can kill a guy, mm. and just not search would be the way if you want to, you know, be thorough. Yeah. So yes, after you kill the fucker, you do have to search, and then Erdrich's threads are yours. And yeah, it's funny, Jay, that you you learned that because yeah, I, I had forgot that it nullified sw swamp tile damage. And really, yeah, and it also heals one HP every single step you take. So good riddance magic armor and that's something funny too like yes normally you know you don't you never get to sell the magic armor basically yeah that's you, a good point you if just you like do throw this. it on the ground yeah, he just chucks it on the ground which is you know and that's so much more realistic too if you think about it than what is traditionally happens in these games the idea that you would take you know a, a, a full plate tier set of armor right. and somehow still carry it with you while you wear some other full you know it's like it's, that's fucking insane <laughs> having said that like you know those i mean like more history lessons here like having said that those suits of armor were fucking expensive yeah fucking like, expensive and fucking even heavy. for the people buying them they were expensive yeah for sure so like it does behoove well, like, you it, it, it was you know it was right there like like the reason horses were so expensive like that was like you know it's fucking max level life luxury to have that level of fucking equipment or tool in your life was like right like no. the amount of land and food and care like uh, you know how much you have to do to like horses hooves to get them to be able to just like walk around it's it's an outrageous amount of work yep and, and like the people that know how to do it were like borderline magical like yeah it's incredible another point that that brings up an interesting uh role play opportunity for um picking up that armor since you're the descendant of Erdrich. Does that mean that the magic armor that you drop at the foot of the tree then becomes the next ah, Erdrich's armor? You dick, like yeah. that, don't you? That is mm. really hot, actually. I love the idea of that. Because uh, it's still, it, it, it still heals you when you walk, just not as efficiently. And it was worn by a descendant of Erdrich. Well, it's, it's, it's shit. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, but that in, in this story lore, that is the armor of the... the the hero that slays the dragon lord. So it's even more significant than just Erdrich's descendant. Like you are the one, you were the dude who did the thing that Erdrich couldn't do. Yeah. Right? Mm. Or at least not as effectively, I guess. He did kind of do it, but it didn't, you know. Apparently it didn't stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't stick and he knew it wouldn't stick because he planted these seeds for you to find later on. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's a really cool idea, though. That, that yeah, yeah, now out there in some tree, and then you know, of course, the the sand, the sands and winds of time, you know, reduce all mountains to to dust, and you know, somewhere out there is a fucking. There used to be a tree when what used to be a town and what used to be a continent. <laughs> right. and there's a fucking suit of armor buried somewhere, and this dude, this Erdrich descendant, used to wear it. Yeah, and we we've talked about it, but the and I, and I haven't played them enough to, to to have any personal experience to speak to them. But the it's either three or four where you you return the Alfgard. Well, Alfgard is actually I think yeah, Alfgard is in two also. Is and, and it's part of the world in two. Yeah, it's part of the overall map in two. So in in the same way that uh, Zelda one is, and I didn't learn this until very recently, actually during the pod that that Zelda one's overworld map is in the southwestern south south to southwestern part of the adventure of link overworld map which is so fucking cool to me the graveyard and shit and then whoa the death mountain I, and all that you didn't know that I was i was today years old when i learned that because i didn't know that mm. until literally just now yeah i when i i only reason i learned it was i posted what did i post i posted uh something for the map 
uh, I don't know, it was just something from the, I think from one of the Nintendo Power issues, maybe just a, a picture of a drawn map, I believe, of, uh, of of Adventure of Link, and then someone commented on Reddit about mentioning that. I was like, yeah, you know, like, you know, you read things on the internet, and they have varying degrees of, of impact on you. <laughs> but like, I was sitting there, and I read that, I was like, Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. You like like little like gasp like <laughs> yeah, like, oh. yeah exactly yeah I was your like, significant other's like honey are you okay you're like I don't know <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if I'll ever know <laughs> <laughs> I, what I do know is it'll never be the same <laughs> yeah so yeah, anyways that's getting to the point that there is a um. You know, you you later in the game you wander, or later in the story of these games you wander around the same area, and that exact thing that you're describing could have, could could you you could put yourself there, role play wise, yeah. when you get there, yeah. like that, baby. Yeah. It's a better story. Yeah, super fucking fun. So there's nothing else here though in this town that I know of. Did you guys? Well, have you ever, Jeff or mm-hmm. Jay? Did you? F- Green dragons and star wyverns here. <laughs> nothing. Just enemy. At that point, I was like, all right, I guess I'm done with this place. Yeah. That is all I found as well. The strategy guide description, since we find them here and haven't mentioned them yet, of uh, Star Wyverns is even less predictable than the Magi Wyvern and stronger. So, and they are, man. And they are. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. We, we, we have mentioned, while we have not read their strategy guide description, we have mentioned that they are no fucking joke. <laughs> True story. Yep. And that is honestly, I would say, you know, we're not there yet. It's getting, putting the cart before the horse a little bit. But, like, that is the enemy once we start heading to Charlock and then also get into it, that is the enemy that is probably most abundant, I would say, in the latter portion of the game. Like that is that yeah. is the, the constant grunt that you run into. And it never becomes grunt level, I would say. It's never not a problem. You know no. what I mean? They they're so quick that they, they tend to go first. So like you're you're gonna it's it's gonna take you two rounds at best probably to kill them. Yeah. And they're gonna hit you twice. Yeah, and that's like, like now you're doing your calculus of like I'm taking damage and I'm giving damage. How many heal spells do I have? When you encounter a star wyvern, you're you're taking it upside the head. Yep, and and that you know that's it's no when we get there. You'll you certainly see Charlotte Castle is a fucking serious deal. So that's Charlotte Castle is why there are so many renditions of the cave theme. Mm. Wait, because remember the the cave theme. Right. Right. Each level you go down, there is a slight. There are several. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, and the reason that there's so many of them is because we've only had the the, the deepest dungeon we've had so far is four. Mm-hmm. The Grave of Ham. So Uh-oh. eight of those is because of Charlotte Castle. So it's you know no small task. So incremental nuisances like that become a problem in the aggregate. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. and I'll definitely notice it when I get in there because I'm going to have to turn off. Uh, the speed boost, so I'll be able to actually play with the sound. So I'll actually do that part with the sound, so I can hear the difference. I mean, like I said, I, you know, I uh, I was able to 100% discern it when I was playing uh, okay. in the grave, so I, I clocked it for sure. Um, so, uh, well, actually, before I went there, I returned, spelled back to the castle, and then splurged on a ceremonious but out of character six gold stay at the Breconary Inn, <laughs> and then stay my. Yeah, and then headed my ass down to the South Cave to execute the spoils of, of, of what I had accumulated uh, in, in that trip to the Southern Hemisphere there. And with Wait, her- so so let's clarify here. By the South Cave, are you saying the place south at the very south of Rimuladar where we've gotten kicked out of several times at this point? 
Correct. That is the Southern Cave, yes. As far gotcha. southeast as you can go. Yep. That freaking place. Finally. Yep. <laughs> so with Erdrich's token in hand going there, instead of kicking you out uh, of the pad, the, the screen flashes and the curmudgeon recites poetry to you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, now the sun and rain shall meet and the rainbow drop passes to thy keeping. And the staff of rain and the stones of sunlight are gone from your item list. And now you have the rainbow drop. The rainbow drop strategy guide description is he who carries the rainbow drop may reach an island without a ship, which is a, that's a really cool and also poetic description for, for that, I think. Mm -hmm. So when you use it just anywhere, instead of the usual, but nothing happened text that we've mentioned is usually what comes of using something errantly. It says, but no rainbow appeared here. So again, that's a really nice touch of, uh, for the unsuccessful uses of this item or the unsuccessful tries of trying to use this item. It's pretty cool. But it does lend you to understand that it makes a rainbow appear. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> that's not, specifically. Yeah, that, that's, not, that's not mentioned specifically, really. You know, mm -hmm. you have this combined description in the strategy guide. Uh, you know, it, it allows you to reach an island, so it's a pretty good idea what that means. Uh, for even the dumbest and most dense of dragon players, I was going to say, I was gonna say <laughs> at this point, like you start off and you literally see the island that you know you have to go to. It yes. looks amazing as fuck. So, like, yeah, put it together, man. Yep. So yeah, so this thing makes a rainbow appear, and uh, you know, that's kind of you know that's kind of the next thing, and that brings us to the stopping point for the narrative in this episode. So, let's get into the grind. <laughs> of the grind and I'll go first just because I'm the one already talking uh, <laughs> uh, only needing 296 XP on load of the game to reach level 12 I rounded that up outside of Remalder before heading to the southern cave and you score the outside spell level 12 so let's talk about that a bit and the strategy guide description is deep in the underground caves and dungeons lurk terrible creatures Escape from these places by chanting outside. And yes, I think it kind of goes without saying, but this is crazy clutch. If you get oh. in over your head, you can eject at will, basically. As long uh, as you budget the right amount of MP for it. Right, sure. If you, I mean, if you, if you deplete yourself, you can certainly, you know. But honestly, like, if you get to that place... You're, you know, you're awfully, you're probably already fucked anyway. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, I, you'd have to fuck up pretty bad, but you can fuck up without a doubt. I didn't yeah. think this was that useful of a skill. So at this point, I was thinking, okay, like my strategy was going to be, I'm going to go back to like that Rock Mountain cave and try to farm it, and then just use outside just to get out if I need to. But like I, at this point, I was kind of too strong, and so like the enemies were like too weak for me to kind of do that. So I was kind of like, ah, whatever. So I never really, I didn't really use that spell like I thought I would. I never, I haven't really used, other than, I don't know if I've used it to date, if you can get into specifics. I don't think I've used it other than after I got Gwalen, and that's kind of, that's a token usage of it anyways. I could have easily made it out of that cave. It was just a matter of convenience. But when I got the yeah. spell, <laughs> all I could think about 
was if I'd had this before doing the grave of Garenham. Exactly. I yeah, I could have finished my map like a man instead of sissing out like I did <laughs> and, 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 and using the strategy guide for the, the last two levels because I'd, I'd have had the, you know, the only reason I didn't do it was because I didn't, I couldn't risk actually, I, I wasn't willing to risk actually dying to do it. Whereas right. if I'd have had outside, I wouldn't have been risking dying. I would have just been risking having to cast outside and come back, which I could have emotionally dealt with. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right, it's a minor, it's not even an inconvenience. Yeah, it's just yeah. a spell, right? Right, but because the only alternative to, fi to finishing was death, I was not willing to do that. So, right. Um, I regret We understand, not. Josh. We forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, uh, allowing me that. So I wanted to power up before getting into the, the Hostness Cantlin area and, and, and cop the magic armor. And after seeing how much dough uh, was in the Wyverds and Goldmen south of Remalder, I decided that would be my next grind spot. So that's where I did my first of two big grinds, basically, was right around, like, literally on that island of the Southern Cave. Uh, Interesting. Yeah, and I actually had some kind of reality-shattering shit happen while doing that that first one. <laughs> I, had, really? I had an instance of stop spell not work on a Warlock, which I did not know was possible. Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it is it is the sole time that had happened to me in countless warlock battles through. So I'm guessing the chance is pretty minute, but it is absolutely possible for sure. So Wow. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I, we've we've talked about it a little bit. I I think uh Jab you were saying that you don't piss around with that with wasting that that magic, but I mean, for me, the the, the risk of sleep like it's so annoying to me to get put to sleep. So like I'm yeah, right. dump the two the two MPs. stop spell immediately and yeah, often. Yeah. So finding oh. out that that was not I mean the, the part of the reason that I am so willing to do that is in my is my perceived guarantee of it being effective. <laughs> right, like yeah. if it's just gonna if it's gonna work, yeah, like I'll just yeah, it's easier just do it. Yeah, but yeah, huh. I, was, I was surprised. It's interesting to me that you would grind at that place because I was like, it, it didn't seem like there was any point to being over there at all. So I was like, I, I would much rather grind over there to the left where I know I'm getting into crazy strong creatures at any point. You know what I mean? And I it, could it, measure how strong I'm getting against them. For me, it would it would it, it was it was very much predicated on the because I wasn't grinding for levels at that point. I wanted that magic armor, so I was I was ah. gold, and because I found those gold men down there, I was mm -hmm. like, that's. It, 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 and nothing and you know in addition to that i wasn't finding anything that was enough of a threat to kind of uh curb the effectiveness of grinding there got it some sort of really draining battle or anything that i can get into so like those two things combined are why i chose it and nice. yeah that, and, and, and uh, it also helped that it was just the proximity to where the magic armor was you know what i mean mm. yeah so, like i knew once i got it i could just fucking hit malder and then head, head back to the the main area so and you know it's funny later on i would learn like the the like you're you know if you go over that bridge down to Haw uh the the hawksness area or Haw hawksness area mm -hmm. the yes you can bump into stuff but right before that bridge if you go if you if you keep like basically online with the bridge and below you're you're battling basically the exact same shit if you're like in, in, in that little area if you go into the very very bottom right of it like there's like maybe a a you know uh, a nine by nine square or three by three square area in the bottom right there where you can fucking bump into star wyverns and, and like that tier of things that are over the, the water there, you you can bump into those. But if you, if you keep 
to the west of that and to the east of the bridge in that little sweet spot area in the middle there, it's pretty much the exact same thing as being on the Southern Island. So even later on when I just, when I started grinding on the other side, after I had kind of finished off what I needed to do down there by the Southern Cave, I, I, I learned that and I, and I could have done the same thing basically is kind of the point of that. But mm-hmm. Man, that's exactly where I grinded. Like exactly that, that big crowd of trees there, yep. south of that, east of that, like just that whole area. Sometimes yep. across the bridge a little bit. But yeah, exactly. Oh, well, like, yeah, it feel <laughs> real, really over. ballsy because I had the magic yeah. armor at that point. So then I could, you know, you could do the, Same, the, walk, yeah. the walk about to heal, you know. So like, yes, if I if I would be doing my walkabout and max out an HP on my walkabout and be close to that bridge and feeling a little ballsy, I would take a few steps over and see what I bumped into before going back. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Get thumped exactly. back over the bridge. Yep. But yeah, so down there at the Southern Cave, I leveled up to 13 on the same battle. I actually eclipsed 7755 gold, which is the cost of magic armor and an instay at Remolder. And I thought that was a really fun anal retentive happenstance to have, happen, <laughs> to have those two things line up so perfectly. It was made me Paid for crazy. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You got so, to at that point. You might as well just recharge everything. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you absolutely have to. But the So you, uh, you get the return spell at 13. And the Wings of Wyvern Insurance Broker's biggest competitor is a very nice thing to acquire. The strategy guide description for that is Return whisks you back to Tantagel Castle from anywhere in the overworld of Alephgard. And it also, and I, I had forgotten this, it has a really hot sound effect to it as well. Yeah. Getting the Magic Armor is a total grinding game changer, as I mentioned. You, you heal just by walking around, which sends the resource cost of grinding into a tailspin, basically. <laughs> and You gotta redo all your formulas. Yeah, yeah and I never... I, I, Knowing, like, when I'm playing the game purely for efficiency, I never get the magic armor. So, like, yeah, I honestly, if, if I played say, the game for real, I would never get it. Yep. It, Why? It, it was so helpful. Because no, you no. you don't have it for an amount of time that makes it worth that grind. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it just isn't worth it. You know, you it, you can head over to get Urbic's armor if you if you really wanna. Like if you do it, the like if you, if you're do because the thing was I wasn't gonna go to to Hawksness until I got to Cantlin and told. And I was told I wanted to make sure that I could be directed to it before I got it. You know what I mean? Right. If well, I'm just playing playing the game on a beeline, mm-hmm. I can fucking take the risk before I get all that gold of, of beating that axe knight. And if I die, I die because I don't have all that gold. Big deal. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. The way I did it, I I felt like I needed every advantage that I could get. And so even when you guys were talking, I remember on text saying kind of like, yeah, the effect was kind of meh. I got it, but I found it still like when I noticed what it did, I was like, this is helpful. I will take this all day because I was always in danger of dying. Like, especially when I tried sure, to that, that, that's test totally predicated so, on like, being, I needed that. <laughs> that's totally predicated on the unknown, Jay. And that's, yeah, that's the beauty of playing a game for the first time. And that's why we're so envious of you, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Since we know everything, we don't yeah. need to worry about that. We yeah, know yeah. we can skip that. Yep. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because it is, it, it's basically, it's a fourth of the effectiveness of Erdrick's armor. Like, Erdrick's armor gives you one every step. With the magic armor, it's every fourth step. So. And does it keep you, I actually don't know, because I, if, I, if I had to point to an area of Dragon Warrior that I know the least about, and people listening right now are like, you haven't known, like, ten things so far. But... <laughs> um, if I had to point to an area of Dragon Warrior I know the least about, it's definitely magic armor. <laughs> does it prevent you from taking damage, or does it stop you from taking damage in swamps? Nope. This is no. worthless. Yeah, <laughs> yeah next, worthless. that's what we mentioned about Uruk's armor. I'm pretty sure it also nullifies damage in barrier tiles, too. So that's... Oh, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's critical. And it does be... Well, it's critical. 
<laughs> that is also critical. I don't think I don't think it does. I think does. that's not until you get Erdrix, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what we're saying. Yeah, not, not magic. Yeah. Erdrix armor. Not magic. Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting to 15 is it's a it's wait what is it it's I think is it still 1500 I didn't even write that down but yeah it was, it was still it was a pretty big jump from 14 to 15 so it took me fucking forever to get there uh, just bopping around in that area before the bridge that we talked about before Hawks was there but at level 15 you do get the spell of repel and the strategy guide description for that is like sprinkling fairy water which I I don't know if I've ever bought a vial of fairy water in this game <laughs> I bought it I bought it I have haven't used it I, I still wonder what it did to this day <laughs> let, let yeah, me assure you you didn't and, until I read the the description of repel and I was like oh well so I don't even need it great <laughs> yeah, right yeah 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 I guess we haven't read the description for fairy water yet the description of that in the strategy guide is a vial of the magical water keeps enemies at bay for a short time while you travel. So that's that's the description of that. The strategy guide description of this is, like sprinkling fairy, wa- fairy water, repel keeps monsters at a healthy distance when you're in the countryside. So it's funny, that small, slight wording change is it implies that repel is more effective than fairy water, perhaps. But mm-hmm. invisible math, we'll never know. The, <laughs> the, the, the time it, it, this took led to me actually consulting the leveling XP chart uh, for the first time here. And so just to talk about that a bit, the, the, from level 15 to 19, it's a flat 3,000 increase to each level. So I, yeah. I found it mildly interesting that 19 is also the last level you get a new spell from. Yeah. So once you get that level 19 spell, which we haven't gotten yet, hurt more, the from from levels 19 to 29 it's a flat 4000 to each one and then i found this incredibly interesting from level 29 to 30 it's 35 35 experience points and what the fuck is up with that like i don't know enough quite enough anyways about programming and or math to be sure but just looking at that number like the total xp number is 65 35 35 to to reach level 30 i feel like that there's some sort of computer related limitation yeah that being the high side like i feel like you don't you don't mean that it's literally only 35 experience points no 35 35 3535 oh i see 3000 okay twice is the amount you have to get going from level 29 to 30 i'm more just shocked that you just told me there's 30 levels like i'm looking (laughs) at this yeah i'm looking at this thinking as soon as i get to level 19 i'm fucking up the dragon lord and this game is over well, dude, I mean, I would say at level 19 on the dot, you're going to have a hard time doing that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's impossible, but, but you, you, you're going to have to have the fight really go your way. Yeah, exactly. You're going to you're gonna have to have some shit fall your some, some dominoes fall your way for sure. Right. Yeah, I, mean, I actually wanted to ask that. I have never maxed out. Jab, have you ever maxed out? No, but I think this time I just might. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I have no fucking armor, dude. Like, I got to... When when I hit the Dragon Lord, I'm gonna have to hit him like a fucking ton of bricks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna need some. Like, time. I mean, that li- literally, that could be. I would not be surprised if I got that far, and it just turned out to be not viable to not wear armor. <laughs> How punitive of a, of a role play decision is that? Oh the my God. yeah, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I've never done it either. As I mentioned, I, I badly want to know if you can keep accumulating XP after hitting 30 and it just doesn't do anything, or if your XP never gets past 65, 35, 35, which is my guess because I think it. I think it is some sort of hex hexagonal bit based. You know, eight bits to a byte. Fucking uh, <laughs> that. Caps like you, that. you've used up all the memory. Just be yeah, done with like, the game. Exactly. Literally, yeah. That's a- 
exactly what I think it is. Yeah, if I had to guess, I would say that there's going to be a program limitation at level 30. Yep. That just prevents you from carrying on. Uh, well, I'm definitely not doing it on OG hardware. So if you guys don't do it, we're not finding out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I tell you what, I'll, I'll run that experiment because I'm going to have to get up to, I'm going to have to get well, pretty, oh, fuck it. I'll just go all the way. Yeah. I'll, I'll put down wizardry for one night. How about that? Uh, you, uh, a fucking, you're a trooper, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> really fucking putting it out there for this podcast. So at level 16, my MP jumped 21 points. Yeah, I got that one. So I grinded uh, real quick. I, I can actually do my Tales of the Grind real quick. I also grinded last night the remainder of one level um, on the Southern Island with the asshole who won't give you the stuff unless you have, or won't fix the, the rainbow drop up for you. Um, I grinded there too, and I also got that level. Uh, it's, it's nondescript. The level's like four attack and then six response speed and like... Six hit points and boom, they hit you with that 21 MP. Well, yours was exactly 21 too. I, I'm almost certain that it's not the same for everyone because there's, I mean, you know, you, you just look at the variance on the chart. Uh, it, that shit changes for sure. But the yeah. variance is so small. It's like you can either get 20 or 21. Okay. All right. So yeah, that, that still, it still surprises the shit out of me because yeah, I went from 65 to 86 and that's nearly a 33% increase, you know, and, and that it actually gave me, and this, I never knew that this was possible either. It gave me more MP than HP. I had yep. 86 MP and 83 HP, and that feels like something that I yeah just was completely impossible to me. There's been several times, uh, maybe not several times, but like earlier in the game, uh, maybe at like something like level eight or so, I had more MP than HP. Really, I I am just so certain I've never seen that in this game. That's and what's crazy about that is like we we didn't even realize that like like I said I think in the very first episode about this. We didn't realize that, like, character creation is right. part of that process. And, like, since you were choosing specific names and I was choosing a specific name, probably Josh and Jeff, like, but then it's, it's, that must have made some sort of fucking difference. Yep. 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 So, lastly, once I did all the fetch quests, I wanted to get to 17 before wrapping shit up so I, I could, uh, at least have some hope of, of, of being a little higher on our charting situation so so uh i wandered around hawksness for this and there's a bunch of shit down here that we haven't talked about yet there are regular knights which is the, the blue ones the the step down the first step in the, in the night tree and the strategy guide description for those is he is a he is bad tempered and cruel use strategy to defeat him and the funny thing about that description is they also have a stop spell obsession, just like Wolf Lords. So they actually require no strategy whatsoever. Right? <laughs> Hack them down. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. But there are also rogue scorpions down here. And these are the blue ones of those two of the scorpion tree. And the strategy guide description of those is most deadly of the three scorpions. And the last enemy down here that uh, I bumped into that we haven't talked about are metal slimes yes. and metal slimes metal are, slime. yeah, they are, I don't, you know, I, it's, there's just something like, you know, it's because of, I guess the mechanic of them and the implied simplicity, despite actual difficulty is probably part of it. But I feel like metal slimes are like the most talked about the, the most had fun with piece of, dragon warrior lore would you agree jeb oh 100 yeah yeah like i'm gonna so i'm gonna finish this game and I, I i'm assure you i'm going to beat this game but if i kill a metal slime while i'm doing that i will talk about that more than having beat the game yep yep that's <laughs> straight up <laughs> like it's more important to me than beating the game 
Yeah, that that's the foreshadowing to something I'm about to hit on here. But before we get oh, there, yeah. the strategy guide description of these is the lions of the slime family. They live further south. And yes, the reason that these things are a big deal is because these little pricks usually run from you. And yeah, what kind of lion runs all the time? <laughs> right, yeah. And before doing that, they are probably throwing a meaningless but annoying hurt spell cast or two at you. So they have they have magic, uh, albeit insignificant magic at this stage of the game. And so it's just annoying that they do that to you. And then they when they run, they take all of their highly appealing 115 experience points with them that you get in, in for beating them, which is by far, I think, more than any other enemy in the game. So they just are high. What's that? It's just a tease. That's all <laughs> oh, it is. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> very exactly. much so. That's why yeah. you want it. That's the whole idea, yeah. So, yeah, so it's you, you badly want to kill them. Even even at this stage of the game, 115 XP is, I mean, that's one thirtieth of an entire level up here. You know what I mean? So that's right. that's not that's that's a significant thing for an entire battle when you're talking mm -hmm. about the economy whole thing that we've discussed many times over. But you can rarely do damage when they don't run, and and it's not missing either. It just says no damage hath been scored, which is crazy. Like no other enemies. It, I, I can't think of another enemy that happens. You know, or they're just so impenetrable in their defenses that you can land an attack, but still do nothing. And, and that's so I, I bet if you could get to like if you could get to the southern island at like level three, you probably could. And you swung on like a metal scorpion or like a wolf, you might do no damage, <laughs> but but I'd have to run the experiment. I don't know for sure. Exactly. And, 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 and the, you know, conversely with that, later when you're really a badass and like I'm saying that level 16 when I'm down here trying to get to 17, I'm still not that. But later when you're really a badass, you can still usually only get one or two damage on them and then they run anyways. You know what I mean? Right. You might hit them two times and nothing. So, so they'll run. So, yeah, I mean, it is just it's incredibly difficult to kill one of these fuckers. And all that said, I bumped into one. And I lucked into uh, I was it was so incredible because I wasn't even paying attention uh, as I mentioned in the text when it happened uh, excitedly like <laughs> I I was just grinding so I'm just you know you're not uh, you're just hitting the button yeah just hit, uh, and, and and I'm to the point here in this area where, where where these are which is like that mountain range south of the desert where Hawksness is is where I was at when this happened like I just nothing's gonna happen to me down here that is really gonna cause me any 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 concern so I'm I'm barely paying attention so I bump into one of these and like you know you're just expecting it to run so you're just holding the button and you know fight 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 so yeah first fucking attack i do an excellent move and i've even had people because i posted this shit on the socials of course <laughs> the victory <laughs> screen and more than one person mentioned how like they, they, i think they used the quote of like you land an excellent move but no damage hath been scored so people have had that wow. happen to them they yeah. land an excellent move, and even that doesn't kill these fucking things. <laughs> you know, it just, it's just there's just so many improbabilities that I had to hurdle in order for this to occur. But yes, an excellent move goes down, and I killed the fucker in one blow. Blow, and I almost blew past the fucking thing just hitting the button without documenting this fucking situation. Yeah, like you have. Uh, congratulations, prove. you have destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like I wouldn't have been I would have just had to like tell like the you know the 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 the, the classic fish story or what what the hell yeah. is that the, the fish story? <laughs> I, I don't know what it's called but I was just gonna say man you guys wouldn't believe it I caught a fish <laughs> this big I I let it go though because you know I'm a fucking good person yeah, I'm afraid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it again right, if I wanted right right yeah. I did I didn't want to deprive the next fisherman from this fucking this moment so right <laughs> I wasn't gonna eat it you know so I killed this fucker and like. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, there it's it's a bigger crowning achievement than beating the game. Like it's not I mean yep. not an exaggerating. Like nothing is as rare and more left to chance than killing a metal slime in Dragon Warrior as far as Dragon Warrior accomplishments go. You know what I mean? So like you can beat this game, you can fucking stomp the shit, get every fucking thing in the game, and you have not achieved what I just lucked into <laughs> in, in this situation, you know? Like, like yeah, one of the great ideas of fucking raising your level to 30, Jab, is you can try to go down there and theoretically you should, God for God willing, be able to trounce these fuckers with some level of regularity at level 30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully the problem is like they, they roll with like demon knights and stuff and like, Oh boy, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you've ever fought a demon knight while naked, but it ain't pretty. <laughs> Dude, a level 30. There's just, I mean, you got, yeah, you should be like melting everything. I would think. Oh no, yeah. Well, says the guy with fucking even, full you know, plate armor on your, I bet you're, you're with the, with just with the agility component of, of defense power. Yeah, it's probably stratospheric, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I should be fine. I mean, I'm going to end up... I'm be doing a lot of grinding, I'll put it that way. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, here's the thing. I can run grinding experiments wherever you guys want me to. So you just tell me and I'll go. <laughs> okay. uh, so, yeah, so I, I 1,000% documented that shit and, and have a picture of it that uh, I will, I will um, ask to be buried with. So I did get to level 17 before I wrap shit up. They drop heal more on you when you get there, and this is as we've alluded to. And, and Jay said he had already researched and was gunning for the. It's a huge jump in healing ability that totally changes your ability to navigate fighting. And the strategy guide description is more potent than heal. Heal more restores up to a hundred HP each time you chant it. And mm-hmm. you, you get into the math of that. If you, it only costs ten MP to cast it, and the regular heal costs four, but heal only adds ten to twenty. To, HP when you use it, and if you if you do the the, the weighting of of, of that uh, or the added value versus the the expense, the this is a superb value. <laughs> yeah. So all day long, Healmore definitely uh, is a, the the final step up in um, uh, your efficiency formulas. Let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that that was my grinding tales. Jab, you've already told yours. Jay, talk to us about uh, about how you got to where you got. I think you, if I recall the charting correctly, I think you're the first long. So yeah, yeah. So I, man, <laughs> I was just kind of whooping metal scorpions, you know, coming out of Rimuldar, and then I'm just kind of like really testing the boundaries of where I need to go. You know what I mean? So it was kind of good to be on that area southern of the mountain cave and kind of testing as far as i can go and then just continuing to like circle until i can push further so for me (laughs) like yeah that that big grove of trees was kind of like the focal point for a most of this because i was pretty safe there and get hella gold you know what i mean Mm -hmm. without really being danger did you did you bump into in that area? Did you ever bump in? Like, did you ever get to that like southeastern tip of, of that little peninsula and and bump into a star Wiven, star weapon or anything and be like, oh, it fuck. actually did that actually did happen once and I was yeah. like, what the like, yeah, yeah like the first, I, first time I, it I, happened I, I was like, what yeah. the fuck yeah like, fuck <laughs> everything about that <laughs> but it only happened at like one time and every other time I was like good there you know yeah, it was I really mean, only passing that bridge and then you'd accidentally run into a demon knight and then it was like oh, touch and go, you know, <laughs> by the skin of your teeth. Yeah. So I would like keep pushing that way. And then, yeah, it was kind of like a test since 
I originally thought Hawksmoor was like a regular town, and when I w- went there and realized, fuck that place. Like until I was stronger, then it became like, all right, how far can I push to get to Cantlin without dying? And so, like, I would get to level fourteen. I think level fourteen, I immediately went to that desert and like could not make it out without dying. And then I decided, I looked at the skill. That's when I looked at the spell tree and decided, okay, I need to be at least level fifteen so I can repel things. And then probably level 17 before I can even try it. That's something so else then, I, have, yeah. I haven't actually tried to push the bind. I think I did cast it when I was heading into that swamp, just mm-hmm. hoping that it would fucking, you know, be less of a nuisance to get to get the token. But, like, I've never really pushed the boundaries of how effective Repel can be because I, I can only uh, assume that it does not – it has a lesser effect on more advanced enemies. I think it kind of – Oh, for thing. sure. Like, yeah. my, like, the way it reads, like, in the countryside – my hypothesis is that it only counts for the areas on the map that are green, like like the actual green. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like that's every very, time, I, that's such a specific assumption that the, that the coding can fucking have that right. well, specificity. Because the area, <laughs> like when I'm in the desert, I still ran into enemies. When I was in the the like wooded areas, I, I was still running into enemies. So it's kind of like it's got to be only the green because I'm still getting hit by wyverns and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I ran it. Last night, what was I was like I, I was I was like I was just like fast forward and I was like running around like you know finishing this shit up so I could actually participate in the episode and yeah I, I was running it a couple times and I feel like it would keep like it wasn't keeping uh uh like wolves and uh, warlocks away I'll put it that way yeah like it, ghost actually, slimes that, sure but not not wolves that's an interesting yeah. yeah utility of it actually it had not even occurred to me is you know and there's a certain segmentation to the enemy difficulty degree anyways that kind of somewhat negates this possibility but like an an interesting utility of it is if you're grinding to use it you'd only get attacked by the most worthwhile of enemies you know right saving you some time right so it would be utility for it but i I don't know how effective that would be because like i said it's kind of the the difficulty segmentation is, is already kind of in place without doing that and i remember like even when we were young like uh, are you grinding or not you know like you're you're casting repel and that was a heal spell you just wasted so what are we doing yeah yeah you're fucking your math up right yeah that's funny so yeah so okay so you know you're you're i think you're you're at 18 right jay yeah i'm at 18 because i figured i've done all the stuff and honestly right now i'm paying very close attention you know, I have over a hundred magic, over a hundred health. I'm feeling OP, and I know that getting to 19 is I hurt more. And with the description being, you know, you can challenge even the most strongest dragons. I'm like, all right, I got to get to 19, and I'm gonna go take out this freaking dragon lord. So, right, yeah, I'm feeling feeling pretty OP at the moment. So did you Man. go? Did, did you set? Yeah, did got you do swag? Yeah, <laughs> did you do 17 <laughs> to 18 in that same area, like around around Hawksness or? Yeah, I I pushed down yep around Hawksness a little south just to you know just because I feel like I can <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, then I kind of went back uh found the bridge and uh, I'm excited to move on. We're let's do our status updates and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All 
right, back in the throne room. It is time to talk status update for our adventurers. Jab, talk to us about where Lord Jab has arrived uh, numerically. Well, Lord Jab has not made, as I as I admitted earlier, has not made a big jump uh, in this episode, though you should expect a, a fairly large one next episode. Um, Lord Jab is level 16 uh, with 92 hit points, 88 uh, MP. Uh, he has 10,584 gold for those of you keeping track. Um <laughs> 13,060 experience. Um, he has 72 strength, 66 agility, 100 attack power, 55 defense power, uh, and is currently wielding the flame sword and the silver shield, still but naked. <laughs> nice. So you're level, you said level 17? 16. 16, okay. Yeah, I don't even have heal more yet, actually. Oh. Very much phoned it in this week. <laughs> Jay, where's gentleman at? Gentleman leveled up quite a bit, feeling strong at level 18 with 115 HP, 108 MP, 34,138 gold sitting in the bank, hmm. 19,434 experience, uh, 79 strength, 78 agility. 107 attack power, 89 defense power, and rocking the flame sword, the silver shield, and of course wearing Erdrich's armor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, did you, uh, Jab, you didn't say your items. Where, where, where are you at on items? My items. Your equipment. Oh, didn't? I thought I did. I said I was wielding the flame sword and the silver shield. Did you? Oh. Yep, thought I didn't at least, but I, then I, I just said it there. I, so. I zoned out. Yeah, we got we got it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you zoned out when some when your little brother was talking about Dragon Warrior <laughs> for the thirtieth year straight. Yeah, go Buff, figure. Buffalo Bills play tomorrow, man. The idea that you've got me to check in at any point in this podcast is its own little miracle. <laughs> <laughs> my my new my new Bills hype video dropped uh, yesterday morning. Yeah, my my phone's going crazy over here. Uh, you guys, you just don't even know. <laughs> you're, you're a very busy man, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Todd is at level 17 also, or not also, I guess he's the only one at level 17, but the strength is 72, and this is so interesting to me, the, the agility is 78. Uh, yep. Jeff, you said hmm. you're at what, 50-something? Uh, 66 agility, 72 66. strength. So 12 hmm. higher, one level up, seems like a lot to me. Uh, your, your agility is what? 78, which is the same Jay has at level Yeah, eight. that's interesting. Yeah, that is so that interesting. Are you both wearing Erdrich's armor? Does it? I, I yeah. know that it doesn't add an, an yeah agility. Agility is not correlated with it. Like, I literally know that. So def, yeah, defense power because because our defense power is also the same eighty nine, right? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that that totally checks out then. That that the agility is not a factor. Well, that it that that uh, that it is the same factor. You know what I mean? That that seventy eight agility and orcs armor, you know, that there's no variance in there. I think means oh, I see something. You know what I mean? So, anyways, max HP ninety one, max MP also ninety one, which is fun. And attack power is a hundred, defense power is eighty nine. And I am wielding the flame sword. I am wearing orcs armor, and I am holding the silver shield in front of me. And my experience is at sixteen thousand twenty nine. And I don't keep track of my gold because that's arbitrary. 
Uh, unlike <laughs> un- unlike everything we're talking about here. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like everything else is so important. So that's where we're at. And uh, we don't like to say for sure, but I think it's pretty good odds that we're going to be wrapping this whole fucking story up here on the next pod. So that's pretty fun that we've we've made it this far and that we are on the doorstep of something so great uh, or so important, rather, or so climactic. Maybe I don't know is the right word. Anyway, something. I fucking hope something. So subscribe to the pod on whatever platform uh, you listen to your dumbass pottery on. And please rate and leave positive shit for our pod on whichever platform that may be. The website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash ISOH pod. Email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com to tell us we're doing it wrong. You can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page and or subreddit. And uh, Jab, what are you, what are your what do you how do people keep track of you on the internet? You don't keep track of me on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep track it of somebody else on moment. the internet. <laughs> Jay, what are your socials? Uh, Gentleman JB without the second E. That's the uh, gamer tag, and where you can find me on Reddit and Facebook. I I feel like that's going to eventually, if this pod ever reaches the appropriate popularity, to to allow for it i feel like that is going to be something you're going to see in writing and thrown at you quite often (laughs) that that little that little fucking limerick there (laughs) without the second e (laughs) you You can find me on instagram at my shift key is broke you can find me on twitter at josh folan okay bye later